Blog Talk Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body and as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it and some marvelous things will happen I won't spoil your experience if you are not sexual you cannot be spiritual because it takes energy to be spiritual it takes energy to meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions have had after that. And in this way, we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we aren't talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, the martial arts form. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love play. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. breathing, and instead of energy going out into the earth, it goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a hot to here. your first step to learning how to use fudging or anything else. It's developing your sexual energy. You see, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through our thrusting channel in Tibetan, I mean uh, in Chinese. Tibetan is called the Uma Channel, right in the center of the body. 
And we say that, well, I don't feel it. But you got to develop it. you got to develop the sensitivity of it because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it or, or, or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You made a decision to do something. To complete completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete. Because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here, from the physical, the martial arts, into the mental and spiritual things, it's, it's not a three-day wonder. You know, it's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes, very slowly. tonight we are celebrating a huge subject but before we get started i must honor sweet 16 party we putting this thing together shouts out rahu bat to dr malachi z york on his birthday because this is a galactical showcase and we sending out this also to jay-z and his 16 year old baby reasonable doubt because this show is about the science, and we are backed by hip-hop. So in honor of that, before we start this thing off, I must highlight one good groove, and it just so happens to be the same amount of numbers and seconds as my birthday. It's 5 minutes and 17 seconds. Please sit back and enjoy. We will be getting started right after this tribute. Ashe. Okay, okay, all right, big man, you want to make some big bucks, huh? Let's see how tough you are. You know something about cocaine? Dígame! You kidding me or what? There's a bunch of Colombians coming in Friday. New guys. They said they got two keys for us. We're opening it. Your cocaine. You tell capiche. I want you to go over there. And if it's what they say it is, you buy it and you bring it back. You can do that, you make five grand. Meet the Hector Bodegas. Noon Friday. You get the buy money then. Oh, and Chico, anything happens to the buy money? E poor He's gonna stick your heads up your ass as fast as the rabbit gets fucked.
make this look good. One time for the money. Two time for the show.
three to get ready. For the go, that's right. This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now in the building. This may be one of my most epic shows ever to date on Original Native Radio. That is including the marijuana show that y'all just fell off in here for. Because if people ain't doing smoking some weed in, in, in America, they is cheating on their partner, or they going through some infidelity, or they can't figure it out, or they want to get married, or they want to do this, and they always talking about, why this person doing that, why this person doing this, and that, and that, and the third. So we coming with answers tonight. It is Symptometry Night, and you are now rocking with the best. Holla! Woo! I'm feeling good tonight. It's mm. awesome, baby! If you're in the chat room, make sure you reset so you can make sure that you can be able to keep up because I know it's going to be buzzing over there. You better call in now because the after party, this line going to fill up fast. We can only hold 50 people. And it's hot now, and I got kerosene and rocket fuel and gasoline, just big bars of it, and Molotov cocktails set to the side. I'm tossing them all night. So I would advise that everybody put their phone on speakerphone because it's going to be too hot to keep up close to your ear, okay? Don't do the Bluetooth either. Get some headphones or something like that and have a glass of water so the phone catch on fire, you can just drop it in the water, okay? Because it's over for tonight. I'm going in. KTL Orange is in the building. Shouts out to Know the Ledge Radio. Holler. Big shouts out to our proud sponsors tonight. RelaxationIsTheKey.com. Add some champagne to your campaign. Go over there and register. Get on the email account. Big things are coming. Y'all like, he keeps saying that. He keeps saying that. Well, keep on being faithful because it's happening. So much is happening behind the curtain right now at the Wizard of Oz for everybody's benefit. Please stay patient with us. We thank y'all for being faithful. Go over to Relaxation is the Key. Join us. Go over to Original Native Radio. You can listen in there. Go over to OriginalNativeRadio.com forward slash N-E-W. That's the new site that's coming. SymptometryBooks.com. You need to get up on that as soon as possible. And the new Symptometry site, Symptometry.info. Get up on it. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Participate. Now, I know some of you are saying, Kyrie, what do you think you're doing having a show about cheating and infidelity? I'm trying to balance it out. I am a young, studying, hungry symptometrist. I'm going to be one of the best one day. Right now, I'm just struggling along. But I learned that it must be balanced. So they have a show with the most ridiculous results on TV called Cheaters. And to me, I hate that show. I ain't, people are supposed to hate. I hate ignorance. I hate bad breath. I hate stinky underarms. And I hate the show Cheaters because they only show one option. So tonight we're going to get down to the scientific part and show the balance, the ma'at. And I've been, um, how do I say this, surprisingly thrilled, like a thrilling irritation today on my on, on my social networks where somebody wants me to make them famous, and I'm just not going to do it. They're going to make themselves famous. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to just give them the rope, and I'm going to kick out the chair. Anybody in the, in the hip-hop community, you know what I'm talking about. I appreciate everybody every each and every week that comes and shows up with us, and tonight is so special because this is show number 17. One and seven is eight, so it's got to be magic. My birthday is on the 17th. Today's the 26th, which is another eight. We got them lining up. Y'all better get on y'all feet because I cannot do this by myself. I got to go get my partner in rhyme and partner in mind, Dr. Charles Abbott.
Am Sue, you in the building. What's happening with you, big bro? Hey, brother, I see you fired up over there tonight. I'm feeling good, just like I should, waiting for some comedy to reveal something new. Oh, oh, oh. Waiting on some commentary to give us something good. That's what I'm talking about. Right. I need all the men up in the building to go outside and get some firewood. Everybody go get some firewood. Ladies, I want you to get some gasoline and just go ahead and take your underwear off and just get ready to get busy tonight because it's going down. I know Dr. Okay. Nardi is like, man, is this what I'm bringing into the college of some time with you? That's right. That's right. That's right. Like, I'm coming. Like, coming. I'm over here studying from a test right now. I'm over here doing about 99 things at one time, but this subject is important to me. A couple of weeks ago, Am, so you remember how this thing got started, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you recall this thing got started? Say that again? I said, how do you recall that this whole infidelity and flaky, flaky DNA subject got started? Uh, it was on uh, a call a couple of weeks ago. Dr. Nardi brought, brought it up. He brought about stable DNA and flaky DNA. And he was mm. talking and we talked about how flaky DNA is usually, you know, younger or less mature, if you would, uh, DNA that needs experiences to keep growing. Whereas stable DNA is saying, okay, I bumped my head more than enough that I would have, you know, straightened up and fly right. So that's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> And so many people, that's what they're doing, seeking out all these experience through multiple partners. Now, I have lived the lifestyle and know the lifestyle inside and out about this multiple partner, polygamy, polyamorous, polygynous, all of that. Y'all can go dig back in my archives. I started off with a show called Polyamorous Thursdays. I started my career on Blog Talk with a show called Polyamorous Thursdays. It's, at, oh, yeah. it's in my archive. I, that's, that's, that's part of my foundation because I always address relationships, but I come to it honestly, so I really feel tonight that we're coming full circle on this particular subject right here. Woo! Lord have mercy. Y'all put your hands together one more time. Look, if you're upset too, because some of y'all might be upset, tonight is the call. There ain't no people pleasers in here. Okay, I'm going to tell you that now. Catch me tomorrow or something when I'm off. But tonight is the straight shooters. This is the straight shooters roundtable. If you want to be involved, just hang on because it's coming. Shouts out to everybody in the chat room. Once again, Aminti, the writer, is in the building. I ain't seen her in a minute. See Lou, funny, uh, impressionable. Know the ledge is in the building. Leslie, Lisa Scott, Misha, Miss Barry Barry. It's going down up in here tonight. And and we have an 11-11 meditation over at KTL that if they will give me the honor, because they're talking about prosperity. So we're going to talk about the family over here, relationships, infidelity, DNA. And then I'm going over there as soon as this show goes off. And I'm hoping brothers let me do the 11-11 meditation. So I can take this thing on out here to the cosmos. Whew. You ready oh, for this, Am Sue? Oh yeah, but check this out. Um, well, I know I want you to let everybody know that Dr. Nardi will be returning to the triad to Greensboro on Saturday, July the 28th at the Wannick. Give him that Medical, name again. At the Wannick Medical Center. That's W A N E K. Medical Center, Wannick Medical Center, and that's on 6 North Point Circle, Court, excuse me, Court, Greensboro, North Carolina, 
7408. And mm. we will reveal more information about that in the coming weeks. Uh, but we look forward to everyone's support and coming out to hear and see what symptometry will bring to Greensboro for us in the summer. This Absolutely. is a dream come true. Absolutely. That's right. We had to postpone from this weekend, a little glitch, but uh, ain't nobody stopping the show. We'll be back in Greensboro on July the 28th. Y'all get ready and stay tuned. We got you. Go over to that Symptometry books and leave your information there, too. And if you want your free consultations, you might as well go over there and get in line at symptometry.info. Get your free consultation. Put your name and your email and your phone number in. Tell them what's the problem. We're going to get back at you in the next couple of days. We need you. All right. No longer hesitating. I got to bring in the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. Oh, boy. We call him, sometimes we call him Seabock because he's the founder of this bad boy. As a fellow of the British Institute of Homeopathy in England, Dr. Nardi holds a doctorate in natural health and homeopathic medicine. He has a solid background in cell biology, anatomy, physiology, naturopathy, nutrition, echocardiography, clinical sciences, quantum physics, and pharmacology, as well as vaccines, microbiology, and food science. There is a right and a wrong way to treat diseases at the cell level. Tonight, we will be going into the underlying symptoms of infidelity and broken homes. Y'all put y'all hands together for my man, Dr. Maxwell Norton. Right. Dr. Nardi, you live. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much for the lovely in, uh, introduction. Um, it is true we are coming to to a very, very important point in our lives. Um, so many thousands years ago, many, many thousands years ago, it was written at the entrance to the temple of Delphi in ancient Egypt. The inscription was, Man, know yourself. Man, know yourself. So man at that time meant men and women. So it was a generic term at that time. But today we know it as People know who you are. Do you really know who you are? Most of us, the world has a population of 6.9 billion inhabitants. Most individuals do not know who they are. In order to know who you are, you have to know the kind of DNA you have. And DNA is in ourselves. We cannot see it. So how does DNA reveal itself? It reveals itself through mental symptoms. That is how DNA reveals itself. It reveals itself through emotional symptoms also. So in order to know who we are and where we fit in our relationships, we will go deeper and deeper and deeper today into this uh, maze of relationships. I call it a maze of relationships because you make, you establish relationships in schools, in your workplace, on the playground, in your neighborhood, and so on and so forth. But today we'll be discussing 
man and woman relationship, boy and girl relationship, where there is intimacy, where there is intercourse. That is what we'll be focusing on today. Um, mm. 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 Now, Dr. Nardi, you know I keep my shows very personal, meaning that we have these conversations, and I'll be quite honest, as and sometimes I, it, it's, it's humbling to me to share these type of uh, issues and conversations with you and our listening audience and the whole galaxy. Um, but in my search for the particular freedom that I desire in my life, I feel it's worth risking everything. I, I, I honestly do. The type of people that I attract in my life, I feel they help me as a catalyst. So tonight, this is a very, very, very uh, personal subject to Kair because, you know, I don't want nobody to think that I'm throwing salt on somebody else. This is my own personal story, my own journey. This is not a show of, well, somebody else got multiple partners and now you saying this, that, and the third. I'm not going against nobody. I'm not the food police. I'm not the relationship police. But I will present the evidence and go find it. That's what I sniff things out. But in my own relationships, I've always had multiple partners, multiple girlfriends, and but when I in, but not in a stable relationship. But that's always what I desired, and it was always my maybe appetite that was saying, "Well, hey, I want this, I want that." And then when I get into a stable relationship, I really don't have that kind of desire. But then, I, then the relationship doesn't go go that far. And then I'm right back where I started at again. So it's not necessarily me. Um, oftentimes I've been the other man, you know, but I've had multiple partners who were making me the other man. And and there'd probably be thousands of people out here like me or thousands of women out here who are like me. I don't know, and I'm not judging. It's just my own personal observation. So I'm very happy that you are here tonight to help Kair and anybody else listening tonight who is saying, where am I? This is the kind of conversation I want everybody listening to say, where am I? This is not a judge or point fingers or anything like that. This is for a self-evaluation and let a scientist come in with actual evidence and facts. Don't believe us. Check it out. But don't ignore the facts either. That's what the definition of ignorance here on Original Native Radio is. Ignoring the facts is ignorant. If you don't know, that's fine. But if the facts walk right up to you and are presented in your lap and you ignore them, then you qualify for the tag. But I'm quite sure that my listening audience is well above and beyond that particular title. Please take notes. Please take this discussion very seriously and in concordance to your own life. And if you want to post it on Facebook or go down to the bottom of the screen where you're chatting and drop some of those chats, please go to the Symptometry page, too, on Facebook and make some of these comments that stick out to you. When you hear Dr. Nardi say something, the order of Delphi, he said the temple of Delphi in ancient Egypt said know thyself. Somebody should go put that in the Symptometry room on Facebook. So I'm going to post the link, and now we're going to get into this much-needed and maybe by the end of the night much-heated discussion of infidelity and relationship. Thank you, Dr. Nardi. Please continue. All right, thank you. Um, one thing we have to know about DNA is DNA 
has absolutely nothing to do with physical age. Nothing to do with age. It has nothing to do with our career. We are architects. We are doctors. We are drivers. We, uh, we are pilots. You know, we are seamstresses. We are homemakers. It has nothing to do. Nothing to do with our career. It is evolving in its own track. And it is evolving from immaturity to maturity. Always that is what DNA is doing. And it has carved a path for itself. Going from relationship to relationship. Always that's what it's doing. And it will keep doing this until it has learned very, very valuable lessons. If it has not learned lessons, it will never, never stop in this march towards maturity. It will never stop. It will continue. If your windshield is smashed because you quit a relationship because you worked out on somebody on a relationship. DNA will learn a lesson from what happened. If your tie was punctured, DNA will learn something from that relationship. There is a reason that you go through all this and DNA carved its own path. DNA wants more experience on planet Earth. The reason DNA wants this experience or series of experiences is it wants to toughen itself. Planet Earth is a tough, tough, tough place. And if you are not tough, you will not make it. And in order for you to be tough, you have to be exposed to all kinds of experiences. You have to learn many, many lessons from all kinds of experiences in order to move from the stage of flaky DNA to stable DNA. Look at all centenarians from every country. There are 192 countries in the world. Visit all these centenarians. They have had a lot of experiences. And it is these experiences that have helped them to be stable people today. Today, if we talk about for the 45 foods, centenarians to them, 45 foods, that's, 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 that's too much. That's too many. They only need eight foods or nine. And they will eat the same food over and over and over and over. And they will never be tired of eating the same food. They have had the experience of eating cabbage and what, what, uh, what I mean, what, what they had, what they experienced, how they suffered is still clear in their mind. So that's why they leave this particular food alone. And the idea of chasing one woman, going after another woman, sometimes your own wife or girlfriend is sitting in the car with you, you are driving, you come to a stoplight, and a woman is crossing the street, and you're, you are so focused on that woman because you have seen a part of that woman that you have been looking for all these years, 
and your wife is sitting by you in the car, that is flaky DNA. Well, if you don't have this woman that is crossing the street, what are you going to do? You are going to freeze this woman, or if the person, if the woman is driving, she's going to freeze that man in her mind, and that man will become an energy image, or that woman will become an energy image. And when he or she is having intercourse, she is going to conjure that energy image before he or she will have orgasm. That is what happens to flaky DNA. Centenarians have gone through all these twists and turns, these various stages, and now they are stable. They are settled. This is why, or if you like, the translation is, no flaky DNA becomes a centenarian. None. Because life is so rough, you have been exposed to so many things that if you don't settle down by age 80, age 90, oh man, you cannot make it to age 100. All centenarians have stable DNA. Mm. And, and if they die, they are going to pass on stable DNA to the next generation. And the person who gets this DNA will be more stable. You sometimes you see three year olds. Three year old, four year old, five year old. They behave as if they have been around for a long time already. No, they were born four years ago. But they are already mature. Their DNA is mature. They are very reflective. They forgive others just like that. But the flaky DNA, oh, she will snap, she will slap you, kick you, punch you, because, well, she's young, and it's not time for him or her to learn more and more. And this will go on to the next relationship. And, as I said, who is the person with whom we are involved in a relationship? You will never know who that person is until his or her DNA has revealed itself. You will never know. Until, I mean to cut you off, Dr. Don. I had to ask a question, yes. but I'm sorry. You say we'll never know until the DNA reveals itself to us? That's correct. You will <sighs> never, never know. Never. Because what you are seeing is nothing but a facade. Facial appearance, physical appearance, physical features. Beyond these physical features, there is a 300-mile hole. It's deep. Okay. And DNA will have to reveal itself to you. So what you have to do is you have to pay very careful attention to all the signals that DNA is releasing. This is why I endorse dating. I endorse dating. This idea of marrying people without knowing who the person is, parents arrange marriages and all that, 
Well, I know many arranged marriages that are failed marriages. I know many arranged marriages that are full of unhappy husbands, unhappy wives, and it is sad. I always endorse dating. Know each other. Spend some time knowing each other because after one month, DNA will reveal one facet. Second month, DNA will reveal a second one. The third one, and you'll be picking all these clues. Pick them. Understand them. Analyze them. Decipher these codes. And you will know who this person really is. Now, here is my question. Are you going to spend the rest of your life with this man or with this woman? If you have flaky DNA or another flaky DNA, two flaky DNAs, well... You have to think twice. But if one is more mature than the other, I would recommend that the one who has flaky DNA learn fast from the other one who does not have flaky DNA, has more stable DNA. That's the best way to anchor your relationship on sound ground, sound footing, so that you continue together. If not, I will discuss what will be happening later. Um, the telltale signs of flaky DNA will be irresolution, indecision. There will always be, watch, go shopping with your girlfriend or boyfriend. Go shopping. Go, go, go. It's good. Good. And then when you're in the store, when you're in the supermarket, watch. Does he or she suffer from indecision? Uh, I, I want this blouse. Uh, well, take this one. Okay, put it down. Okay, take another one. Okay, I want this shoe. Take it off. Put it down. On and on and on. You spend about 25 minutes, and he has not yet made up his mind, or she has not yet decided what to buy. That is a classic, classic sign of flaky DNA. So if you want to continue your relationship, you decide. You'll be the best church. Because in when you have an irresolute or undecided person, there is always a hidden side of that person. You will never know what that hidden side contains. The longer you stay in your relationship, the more will be revealed of that hidden aspect. This is why I endorse dating. When DNA is driven by curiosity, flaky DNA is always driven by curiosity. He's curious. He wants to know what a tall person has. After, after sleeping with a tall person, you realize that, oh, well, they are the same. You've not learned your lesson yet. You now want a short person. You sleep with a short person. Oh, they are all the same. Still, you don't learn your lesson. You want to go with a Caucasian. Oh, they are all the same. You don't learn your lesson. You want to go with an Asian. 
story, I always say. So, so still, after realizing that they are all the same, you still want to keep going. This is a typical example of flaky DNA. Never satisfied. Never, never satisfied. There must be something else out there. Where is it? I don't know. I am still looking. I am still looking. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Don't feel guilty. But uh, that is uh, just facts. Just, that's it. That's it. And centenarians have gone through all this. And now they've settled down. They've paid their price. They've licked their wounds. They've licked their wounds several times. And now they are tired. They are now stable. This is basically what is what are one uh, one or two key features of flaky DNA: curiosity before the relationship, and then this curiosity alternates with discontent during the relationship and after the relationship. Always remember that a relationship. It's an investment. Every relationship is an investment. Both have invested time, energy, creativity, and sometimes money into the relationship. In every, in every investment, you expect satisfaction and you expect high returns. If one is going to just walk out of a relationship, there will be dire consequences. The person who walks out on the other will have nothing but swelling negative energy in his or her electromagnetic fields most of the time. No, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Doctor Naughty. I just had to, I just had to, I'm just blowing breath over here because that walking out on a relationship, you 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 see so many people who, um, what, what I call it, you said it's the negative effect on the electromagnetic system. I tell them it's called the tennis shoe technique or the track star. People run, they run from this relationship. They don't fix what the problem was. They run to the next one. They don't fix the problem. They think that. They think that the next person they get is is the answer. Not that that's correct. That's out. correct. That's it. That's Whew. it. Swelling, swelling negative energy. And this will be locked in the person's electromagnetic field. And mm. you wonder what is wrong. And this will follow you everywhere you go. And people call it bad luck. It's not bad luck. You brought it upon yourself. I <laughs> <sighs> oh, got a new one for you, Dr. Nardi. got a new one for you. <laughs> How do we bring it on ourselves, Dr. Nardi? How is that? Okay. Ourselves. Divide with positive energy. They don't divide with negative energy. 
And what have you done? What have you done? You have created so much imbalance in a person who trusted you, in a person who loved you to death. You have brought so much imbalance that the person has released negative thought forms in your direction and, and your magnetic, your electromagnetic wave uh, field, sorry, has trapped these negative thought forms and it, these thought forms are now glued in your electromagnetic field. What will this do to you? It will cause a lot of errors of judgment, a lot of procrastination, constant miscalculation, hesitation, reckless decisions. You always be dissatisfied. You always be in a hurry, in a hurry to go nowhere, in a hurry to go to the next stoplight. And this will roll on and on and on, and you'll be a miserable person. You are paid at the end of the month. You are paid every two weeks. After one week, you are broke. You don't know what you did with the money. What is happening to you? You are swelling in negativity. Mm. You brought it upon yourself. Mm. Others will call it others call it a curse. It is not a curse. You brought it upon yourself. It is not a curse. You know sometimes when you were in school some boys had the the habit of causing broken heart in their girlfriends as if it's a game. And some girlfriends also do that to their boyfriends. Well, if after all that you did to another person who released negative thought forms in your direction, you are not able to get a girlfriend. You are not able to get a boyfriend. Or you are able to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but it's difficult for you to have a baby, to father a child. You don't know that there is something that is stuck in your electromagnetic field. You are not aware of this. You don't know. When I teach people for fertility, when I treat people for fertility, I tell them to forgive other people first. That's the first advice I give them. I tell them point blank that my particulars will only work 70% of the time. The remaining 30%, you will have to make them work. So the best way to help you to make the particulars work so that you have a baby is to, for, is to forgive those 
who hurt you in the past, and you make sure that those you also hurt in the past, you go to them and ask for forgiveness. Well, if the person is already dead, there's nothing you can do. But if the person is still alive, do your best and ask for forgiveness. Because what you did, walking out on a person, and the person was in tears, the person was in tears, hot, hot tears, streaming down the person's cheeks, this would translate into negative platforms that will be stuck in your electromagnetic field. Whoa. Where's my stuff at? Get my stuff running here. Amsu, don't sit over there like you don't hear what's going on. Don't don't you do it now. Don't you do it. I told you not to call in tonight. Oh, I'm up in here, and I'm, you know, the thing is, is, is hearing Dr. Nardi express this right here, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a way to say, all right, well, I'm, I'm flaky over here, I'm stable over here, you know what I'm saying? So, in other words, it, 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 helps, it helps me do a lot of self-reflection on where I've been and where I am at this point, but I, I also see that, you know, this right here, takes away the cloud of mystery of some of the other things that people would talk about, curses, and it actually explains it from a scientific perspective, which I really, really appreciate with symptometry because it takes away that 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 unknown variable of, okay, this person cursed somebody. But, yeah, we did cause the issues that that are that, that are reflected back to us. But, you know, at the same time, who knows? You know, I don't know my DNA. So up until I was introduced to symptometry, um, it was like, um, you know, the learning process was really, really much slower. Um, it's very good. Very good. Mm, They're already raising their hands already. I got two people in the queue. Let me check who this is already. I got a caller from the 718-650. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? My name is Cherokee. I'm calling from the Bronx. What is your name again, brother? Cherokee. Cherokee, how you doing tonight? Did you have a comment or a question for Dr. Nardi, or, were you, or did you hit one by accident, or are you just listening in? No, I didn't hit it by accident. I had a little bit of both. All right, go right ahead. Um, my first, my, one of my first questions was, um, to Dr. Nardi was, what is, what are his thoughts as far as DNA go? And, um, for lack of a better way to say it, the fact that more, uh, about 90 some percent of, of the planet suffers from some form of psychosis or another. Yeah. Okay. When you say what, when you say what is, uh, if you are, if you're talking about uh, my source, my source is all that I've studied on genetics, all that I've studied in cell biology, and I apply them to all. I apply them to therapeutics, and I got results. 
And this is what helped me to draw all these conclusions. Because I've had results, people who were very flaky, who are now stable, and I have the particulate for that. I have the particulate for for procrastination. I have the particulate for constant mass, uh, uh, miscalculation, indecision, hesitation, recklessness, tendency to be lonely, shy, or timid. I have all these particulates. That's how I've been able to reverse um, all this tendency. And then, the I, don't, advantage- I, don't think, I don't think he heard my question correctly. Um, I heard what he just said, but I don't think he heard my, my oh, question. Okay, all right, okay. I didn't, okay, sorry. I, because my I heard question. the word source. What, 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 what are your sources? That's what I thought I heard. No, he no, said, what no, are your thoughts, Dr. Nardi? He, he didn't say oh, source. Thoughts, he said, what oh, are your thoughts, 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 What thoughts, are your okay, thoughts yes. on, on, on the psychosis of the planet and how that ties in with DNA? Because the human beings are the only creatures on the planet that you have to tell nonsense like what to eat and what not to eat. You need more mm-hmm. fiber. You need less of this. You need starch. You don't need starch. You need herbs. You don't need herbs. There is no <laughs> other creatures on the planet that you need to tell this nonsense to. You don't have to go into the jungles or the Congo and tell a gorilla what to eat. You don't have to yeah, go into Serengeti and tell a lion what to eat. You don't have to tell salmon how to swim up a stream, the same stream they've been swimming up for thousands of years to spawn them, which is encrypted, by the way, on their DNA. You don't have to tell them that. They automatically know how to do that. What is the point in the psychosis of the human being that he has de-evolved to this point where he needs to be told um, how to remember? That that is true. To learning or being taught something. That is true. Okay, now I understood your question fully and well. And here is the answer. We should not comp- We are humans, and humans are the weakest link on planet Earth. All the animals have DNA that helps them know what is right and what is wrong, and they have a long track record in this practice. Yeah. Salmon Salmon, for instance, knows where to spawn, and birds know how to fly to a certain area because it is well encrypted in their DNA. No one tells them what to eat or what not to eat because everything is well encrypted on their DNA. The kind of foods that their uh, forebears fed on that killed them, that plant is encoded in their DNA. We, it is only we humans, it is only we humans, the weakest link on this planet, who do not know how to extract the information from our DNA and use them so that this information should guide us in our choice of food, in our choice of beverages. That's why we are humans and we are made of different genetic material. As far as psychosis is concerned, as far as psychosis is concerned, it's a worldwide phenomenon because people consume items that deplete enzymes that are necessary 
for producing certain brain essentials. This is what causes psychosis. Oh. It is the wrong food that people have been eating. The I treat people who have schizophrenia. The first thing I advise them, to, no, some, some, oftentimes I don't even tell them this. The first thing I do is I give them a particulate that ionizes the toxin of the mold called claviceps purpurea. And all of a sudden, they don't hear, they don't hear no, uh, uh, voices anymore. They don't see bizarre light around people's heads anymore. That is called hallucination of vision. And sometimes when they are sitting down in their chair, in their, in their, on their bed, or they are sleeping on their bed, they don't, they don't see all kinds of visions anymore, monsters and all that. They don't see that anymore. Because what did I do? I ionized the toxin of this mold. That is what it does. It prevents the cones and the rods of the retina from okay. dividing. And these, these, yes? No, I, what? Oh, I, thought some, I, I thought somebody was asking a question. Yes, yeah, so this is, this is psychosis. So once there is a worldwide, there's an epidemic of psychosis on this planet. Well, yeah. medical, uh, and, and then we are out there not to be statisticians, to say, oh, uh, there are uh, 12 million uh, people suffering from neurosis and psychosis. No, we get the job done by addressing the root of the problem. So we are solving this problem, and we are helping people and we are to, to, to eat scientifically, and hopefully this will be encoded in their DNA so that just like animals avoid the plant called, uh, animals instinctively avoid the plant called Jamestown weed. They avoid it instinctively. How do they know that this plant is very dangerous? Their DNA just tells them to keep going, avoid it, never feed on this one. But we humans, we don't have something in our DNA that tells us something about nuts. And then you eat the nuts and you ingest or you swallow this toxin called Claviceps purpurea. And if it gets into your brain, that is what it's going to do. This answers your question. Whew. So would you would it be safe to surmise that a a a major or um a part of the reason for us not remembering would be our lack of proper nutrition thereby bringing optimal health? The better that is that this is why this is why we don't this is why we in symptometry do not discuss nutrition. We discuss cell nourishment because cell nourishment goes deeper into the genes and into DNA by properly rearranging the amino acids in the genes and DNA. And since after death it is DNA that is passed on from generation to generation, it is best to nourish DNA so that the right 
uh, uh, information will be stored in DNA and will be fished out or brought out by the next generation. This is how we clean this planet and we all remain healthy optimally. So you said, what, what, so I can understand you correctly, you said this is why as um, symptometry you do not address nutrition or, or diet, if I heard you correctly, you said you address the um, cellular... Um, no, no, that, that's okay. Basically, all right, you, 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 did, you did pretty good. That's fine. Uh, we emphasize cell nourishment, not nutrition, because cell nourishment transcends nutrition. Nutrition, when you, are, when, you talk about, when you talk about nutrition, you are not deconstructing the foods the person is, the, 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 the person is eating. You are eating well, foods according to the nutrients in the foods. But in cell, in cell nourishment, you are taking account, you are balancing the nutrients against the health disruptors, and then you eat the foods that have fewer health disruptors. So that's the difference between nutrition and cell nourishment. Appreciate that, Dr. Nardi. Thank you, Big Brother Cherokee, for that question. Uh, definitely, I know a lot of people. That was clear, too. Let me give you a round of applause for just coming in with that. A lot of people, a lot of people probably had that on their mind, you know what I'm saying, who are coming in with that same thought. So I definitely appreciate you asking that. One of the things that while y'all were talking, I was looking in the chat room and thinking back, you know, through some of the scriptures, uh, even Prophet Noble Drew Ali in the 20s said the Moors are a stiff-necked, hard-headed people. Well, everybody on the planet is also stiff. Human beings are stiff-necked and hard-headed because even with the answers right in front of us, we often want to do what we want to do. So somebody in the chat room says, oh, human beings have free will. I say, yeah, but free will and no discipline is a dangerous combination. So but when even, a science it, it, like symptometry uh, enters the, uh, the fray, it takes discipline to study any new art. Look at martial arts. When the, when the monks were just meditating and they were still dying and Bodhidharma came to them and showed them Kung Fu, they had, to, they had to have discipline to learn to tighten the body up with where the mind was going. We are at that, brink, we are at that point now approaching 12-21-12. This is no coincidence. These 25,000-year cycles that are going on, this was written about. This Venus transit um, in front of the sun that happened in, um, on May 15th, this was written about. We are the... We are the sum. We are the summation of the things that we have desired and that we require. It is only as human beings that we loosen up, calm down, relax, and take in and accept these things that have come in to help us and stop being so hard-headed. That's in my personal opinion. Yeah, but uh, you see, it's true. We have free will. This is why. This is why. This is why we keep saying. That's why. Symptometry defines health appropriately, and it defines disease appropriately. When you have a disease, don't blame anybody. You had free will, and this is what you got from your free will. If you have health, don't also blame anybody. That's what you got from your free will. You, are, you go to a supermarket. You are, you are free to choose whatever you want. 
But when you eat the wrong foods, you hear from yourselves. Don't blame anybody. Don't blame God. Oh, why, why, why do I have this? Why do I have that? Don't do that. You had free will and you used it. <laughs> All day. <laughs> All right, I got to get to the next caller. Caller from the 917. I'm just going to take these two, then we got to get back to the conversation. Caller from the 917-734. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, this is Brother God from New Jersey. Peace, uh, Brother Kaya, Dr. Nardi, Brother Ansu. Hope all is well in, in everyone's universe this evening. Um, Dr. Nardi, the question I have for you, because I was having a conversation the other day with someone, and I told them that over the last few months, I've been on the particulates, doing everything that you had uh, subscribed to me, for me to do. I had a pinched nerve, recuperated that in a couple weeks with my pinched nerve. So I told them, I said, look, you know, I did that whole vegan thing, and um, I still was uh, deficient in uh, vitamin B, C, and, and, and D3. So now I'm doing this. I'm feeling a lot stronger on the uh, symptometry program. So the individual told me, well, gorillas eat, you know, uh, they don't eat meat and all that stuff. Um, why is the gorilla so big and strong? I said, well, uh, the gorilla has two extra chromosomes. I'm not sure what they do, but I'm sure I'm sure it, uh, the gorilla understands that. So I can't answer that question. So for those who are heavy vegans and they bring the argument of the gorilla versus the human and the reason why the gorilla doesn't eat meat, well, they eat a little bit of ants or insects or whatever, like 2% of that, their diet is that. That's right, that's eat, right, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, to get their protein. But if you can explain to everyone who throws that argument out, you know, what's the difference between a gorilla okay, and a quadrilla good, is so good, strong? Good. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Gus. Thank you. No. Um, I, I, I now remember that name. I, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you, sir? Yeah, yes, yes. Okay, good. Thank, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the answer is very, very simple. Very simple. We are humans. We mm -hmm. are not animals. Mm -hmm. Our digestive system is totally different from the digestive system of gorillas and chimpanzees and macaques and so on and so forth. Totally different. We do not produce the enzymes mm -hmm. that break down formaldehyde in cabbage. We don't produce the enzymes that break down oscillates in spinach. <laughs> we don't produce the enzymes that break down ammonia in every leaf on this planet. We don't. So all these people who have been eating raw food, they will hear from their cells. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I treat many of them. I treat many, many of them. If you knew what were in these leaves, 
wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let us go back. Let us go back five million years. Let us go back five million years. Our forebears, before the discovery of fire, they were eating raw food. They were eating raw food. What were their tumors? Most of their women could not could not become pregnant. Many men were sterile. What was the population? What was the population of continental Europe from five million years ago to the Middle Age? What was the population? Less than one million. The entire Europe. What was the population of Africa? What was the population of Asia? Less than one million. People were dying of what? Dysentery? Chronic diarrhea? They were suffering from cannibalism, eating each other, and on and on. Do you want us to go back to that, to that era? When people were consuming ammonia and formaldehyde? If that is what you want to do, well, this is free will. Gorillas produce these enzymes. They can eat, they can feed on raw leaves. You cannot feed, you cannot eat raw leaves like that. Even you have to select the kind of leaves you have to eat. Collard grain, mustard grain, this and that, you have to select. They can eat anything. Even some fruits, go and eat certain fruits. Go and eat certain fruits. There's the acid in these fruits will cause the kind of lupus, the kind of lupus on your skin you will never forget. But gorillas have produced the enzymes to break down this acid. Don't compare yourself with gorillas and, and chimpanzees and macaques. You are a human being. You have human genes. You walk, when you walk, you swing your arms. That's why you are a human being. Gorillas don't swing their arms. They walk on they, they, they walk on their knuckles. Why do you compare things that are n- not comparable? <laughs> <laughs> that was my argument exactly. I couldn't understand it, but I think that's it. Let me. I'm gonna throw it out here so it, it's it's documented and archived, and then I can refer people. To, back to this particular program so they can actually hear it from someone that's actually done the research. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, big brother, because you definitely set it off on that one. So, uh, you know, Kyrie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you think about it, Dr. Nardi, I mean, you look at something the size of a squirrel. I mean, you know, very small squirrel. And they can go right in the yard, and you see these mushrooms that pop up in the morning, and they can go out and eat those mushrooms and mow them down. But just think if if a human being ate one of those mushrooms, what could happen to them? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> a little slow now. <laughs> but, if, if, yeah, you know, so, you know, the, that right there just is an example that we can't, that our enzymes are totally different. (laughs) 
Dr. Nardi, so do not go out in the yard and grab one of them raw mushrooms. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's free will. You can do it by your hearing from yourself. Mmm. 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 Well, look, I ain't gonna, we're not going to turn this into the mushroom in the yard show. We're still talking about infidelity, people cheating, and all of that. Now, I, now people in the, in the chat room, Dr. Nardi, they say, so what's the definition of cheating? Let's make this clear. I am one of the m- most profound marketing geniuses in the world. So I use the word cheating to get you over here. And now I'm going to tell you, Kaya does not <laughs> believe in cheating. Cheating to me is a, like this whole show is showing you the difference between relationship science and romance. Romance comes from the French. The French didn't even really start popping off until the Moors left Spain. And then they started developing perfume to cover up their funk, which means we're going to try to trick you into thinking I smell good because the French did not believe in taking baths. The ro- romance comes from the romantic period. So we have let our minds crystallize in something that's less than a 1,000 years old and say, this is how I want my relationship to be. Oh, let me write this woman a poem. Oh, let me fall in love with that man like this. But there's no science behind it. And so cheating comes from the romantic period. It is an immature science about sexual organ ownership. I'm going to say it again. Romance, in its fullest form, is about owning the partner's sexual organs. That is not in the DNA. I am quite sure Dr. Nardi has not found that in his research, that the DNA no, no, no. That's correct. Let me ask, I don't want to assume, for the record, Dr. Nardi, does the DNA in your research at any point in this development desire to own the sexual organs of the opposite sex? No. Thank you. For the record, no. But we do it over here in the United States and all around the world. Where is his penis? Where is her vagina? Oh, that's my penis. Oh, that's my vagina. Oh, oh, he put his penis in her vagina, so he cheated on me. I cannot cheat because you do not own it. And the relationship, if the relationship was started on ownership of sexual organs, you know you were going down the wrong path in the first place. Dr. Nardi, have you? Uh, I'm sorry. Please continue with the with the uh, with the discussion tonight about um, why why men and women. Because I don't even want to use the word cheat anymore. Because we just proved it's not a scientific word. It's a romanticized word. It's a word to hold grudges. He did me wrong. Dr. Nardi, what are some of the advantages of holding a grudge due to somebody? so-called infidelity or cheating on your own self? What are some of the disadvantages to your own cellular level and the DNAs that you carry by carrying a grudge um, from some type of past relationship? Oh, yeah. This, this, is, this is what I do all the time. When, 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 uh, when I see a man or a woman who is going to hell, suffering a lot, and the, the disease is really difficult to, to cure with particulars, I turn, I turn to, to nurturing. I turn to nurturing. And then, with that, then this is how I solve the problem. Because when you, when you bear somebody a grudge, you are the loser. You are the loser because cells 
do not divide with negative impulses. Mm. And cells, cells tend to break down faster when there is a lot of, when there, when there are lots of negative impulses in the electromagnetic field. This is why people who are angry all the time, people who, um, uh, I don't know, they are just irritable for no reason, people who are unhappy and want to make other people as unhappy as they are, people who drag people down because they, I mean, to their level, these people will not be around for a long time. No way. Because they will be, they will be making so many errors of judgment, so many miscalculations, that they will leave this world sooner or later. They will not be around for a long time. Mm. Boy, they're not gonna make it. You ain't gonna make it in the race being negative, ladies and gentlemen. That's just the bottom line. Oh, I got one more caller just calling in. I told you it's getting hot around here early. Caller from the um, we'll just call it from the two five three nine four one. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, peace and prosperity, brother. This is uh, AC, and I'm calling from Seattle. Thank you for tuning in tonight, AC, up there in the rainy state. How you doing tonight? Oh, 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 by all means, brother, I'm doing great. Uh, I just like to chime in on the uh, the doctor. Doctor, I gotta tell you, my brother, I, I've spoken with you before, and I, I gotta speak with you again. He's given me excellent information. The brother is on point, and um, but when it comes to this thing about uh, sexuality and cheating. I just want to say that there's three different kinds of uh, semen. There's uh, the egg getter, the killer, and the blocker. And this is in, in, inside the semen of a male. These are three uh, uh, objectives that different semen uh, okay, have. You, 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 have, you have the egg better than what? You have the Start egg the egg getter, mm-hmm. the killer, and the blocker. Okay. And, and one of the things that uh, I think is very essential to understand is, like the uh, doctor was talking about, it's in our DNA. Uh, cheating, uh, uh, the, the, the results or the, the, the dangers of cheating is in our DNA because it's also in our biology. When a woman sleeps with another man and she has a mate already, uh, uh, what happens is the semen, uh, if the semen of another male comes inside of her womb, the semen actually goes to war, and they cause disease. The killer, the, the, the semen that is the killer, causes uh, a war in her womb, and that's where bacteria and all kinds of other uh, infections come from. And, and right now, as promiscuity rise, you notice an overwhelming amount of women uh, that are perishing due to uh, uh, ovarian cancer and breast cancer and all of this because they haven't too many males inside of their body. The, the female body was never meant to take on uh, 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 more than one male at a time or in a season even. We were born to be, and i, I got to say this, it, it goes a little bit deeper when it comes to female-on-female female, uh, frequencies, like a woman can ingest the, 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 the female uh, body uh, biology a lot better than uh, two males. You dig what I'm saying? Have yeah. you heard about that, Doc? I, I, I'm trying to explain it, with you know, but it's just so much. Well, what uh, you know, I I work in a lab, 
and all I can say is what I saw in the laboratory. Yes, sir. When, when uh, you you see you see um, over five million sperm trying to get only one egg, and this is where some semen destroy other semen. This is where I agree with uh, the idea of uh, um, uh, killer. Yes. Uh, I see um, some sperms blocking other sperms. This is where I agree with blocker. And then out of this number, only one sperm will be able to fuse with the egg to form the zygote. This is where I agree with Geta. So in other words, um, AC, um, your research is well done, is well thought out, and congratulations. I endorse <laughs> it because, yes, yes, yes. Thank because you I, very much, brother. Thank you. Peace and prosperity. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I saw it in the lab, and uh, I took notes, and believe me, it was gratifying. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, brother. You're okay, you're okay. Um, yes. We're going to have to have a whole other show. The brother done brought up another. He done brought up a, um, I love how we do our research and we share with the emotions because this brother is my reflection. Um, the I'm a, I'm a researcher as well. Um, I don't totally agree, but this is not a show about agreement about the part about the woman's body was only built to be with one man. No, no, I did not. I did not. I did not address this. I did not address that. As as I told you, I'm a scientist. Right, right, right. I would just. I just want to address it as the radio. Oh, host, okay, okay, okay. Good, good. As the radio host and as my own personal research. Not as a symptometry scientist, I'm not the founder, but I'm talking about that's why I said that would be another show because there there were periods when women outnumbered men and there were matriarchal societies long before with the Dravidians and when you go all the way back. Mm -hmm. so, to, so to put it, to, to say the word never, the woman's body was never built for that, I cannot agree. But there were also some new diseases here on the planet that were not there there are some bacterial cultures that are new now to the planet that did not exist back then so as as we have grown our our dna like dr nardi said has carved a path but it has it it constantly grows so what we look at now and this is one of my big things in history everybody want to be comedic everybody want to be egyptian everybody want an egyptian name that's still <laughs> an old dna DNA is constantly evolving, so you're not going to be able to. People say, oh, I want this I want this supreme black nation to come back. I want this to come back. I want that to come back. DNA cannot go backwards because of your desire. It don't work like that. The creator created us to be creative, period. So those things that the Egyptian did, Jesus stated it best when he says, you shall do better than me. That's Jesus true. Yeah, elementary that's, that's school true. in Egypt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
He went to elementary school. For the people who ain't get that science, I brought this down to a friend of mine. Shouts out to Love and LaFay in the building. Y'all better go there and get your twin flame reading. Just to go ahead and just, you know what I'm saying, Google Love and LaFay. She's going to holler at you. But anyway, um, we we... We we don't understand that. We want our personal desires to, to, to be the justification of our actions when we ignore in science. And we can't and, and if we want to move to this next dimension, we always talking about the fourth and the fifth dimension of ascension, but we wanna have old habits. Then the DNA is gonna look at you and your cells are gonna look at you and they're gonna grade you as not being worthy. They're gonna grade oh, I wanna be African. They're gonna be like, Well, we're not doing African no more. We're doing some universal consciousness type of traveling off of the planet. And you ain't going to be able to carry hate and malice in your heart. You're going to have to have love, forgiveness, and clean blood cells. So you're going to have to go see a symptometrist to clean your blood cells. So I'm not trying to start another debate, but I'm just saying me, if I don't address it, then it, then it, may, it, it could blow up and say, hey, well, you you co-signing that. No, I'm not co-signing that. You know what I'm saying? But I still respect the brother's opinion and his research, and that's what this show is about is presenting research so we can share with one another because this is not a competition. This is a community. Somebody write that down. This is not a competition. This is a community. And communities for time immemorial have not always agreed with one another, but the DNA didn't even care about the differences. It kept on growing. So I just wanted to put that out there. Brother AC, you know I love you and got mad, mad, mad love for you. Please keep contributing and keep listening to the um, original Native Radio, and we thank you so much for tuning in. Um, whew. I got one more caller right quick, then I got to get back to this juicy convo. Got my man in Chicago right in your backyard. Y'all, this is my man on the... On the <laughs> y'all put your hands together for my brother, Juice. Do what's going on, big time. The mic is wide open. Drew, your mic is open. Caller from the 773640. Oh, so can you hear me? Yes, sir, we got you. You in the building. All right, man, what's going on with the family tonight? All is well. Good. How you doing, Dr. Nardi? Oh, Drew, doing good. Doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing good, Doc. Um, question, man. I keep hearing you mention um, the electromagnetic field of the body, uh, and I've been doing some research on that lately. Mm-hmm. Could you you talk about what the human is able to attract to them once their mind and their and their heart has reached a delicate balance? What what type of phenomenon can an individual draw to themselves? Through that magnetic current, because in my in my eyes, magic is magnet. So when people talk magic, they're really talking about magnetism. So can you can you can you expound on that a little bit? Uh, yeah. When 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 you have um, achieved balance, you tend to draw more positive impulses, more positive uh, objects towards you when you have achieved balance. But when you are in a state of imbalance you tend to achieve more, uh, attract more negative tendencies or impulses towards you. So it's always good to be in a state of balance than to be in a state of imbalance. And the the electromagnetic field, all of us, we are magnets. We are magnets. That's what we are. And we, we, we draw people to us. We draw crowds. Uh, 
people feel attracted to us or the opposite. We have the force of repulsion also in us. And a person who is not balanced will, 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 will produce more forces of repulsion than more magnetism. So you have to be more balanced all the time. That's why last time I talked about I mean, put them in a, increasing your spiritual points and all that, so that you, you, so that you, you, uh, uh, you, you, you are more magnetic. You, you draw more people who are on the same wavelength with you, who share your vibrations with you. Uh, sometimes people wonder why uh, certain things happen to them all the time. Why, why am I always in an accident? Why am I always doing this? Why am I always doing, why is that this is always happening to me? Don't blame the universe for what is happening to you. It's your, it's your electromagnetic field that has more negative than positive. So you have to do your best to balance it out. So that's what I would like to say as far as the electromagnetic field and balancing is concerned. Whew. Great. Excellent, excellent question. I know why I keep that guy on my team. Ooh, appreciate it, Juice. Stick around now because you know I'm going to need you to buzz that uh, Toel Love Fund. Hold on, don't go nowhere. Call us if y'all want to get in on this. The lines is 347. 347- Two zero five nine zero eight nine three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Now, Dr. Nardi, I need something from you, my brother. I need something. And the audience, we need something from you. We need to know what are some of the signs and symptoms that a person can look for to tell if they themselves have flaky DNA. See, they thought I was going to say, well, what can I look for if my partner got flaky DNA? No, 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 no. I want to know what can people look at in themselves? What can the honest people? We're going to talk to the honest people first, then we're going to talk to the not-so-honest people, then we're going to talk to the straight dishonest. But first off, the honest people like me, me looking at myself and my actions and my my notebooks and my dreams and the notes I took on myself, what symptoms can I look for in myself that I may have flaky DNA? That's my first question. All right. Um, you need a mirror. That's why God created many of us and put us on this planet. You, your, your field, your sphere of observation is too limited when you are looking into yourself. Someone else has to look at you evaluate you, observe you, and tell you what is happening, whether you are in the normal paradigm or you are in the abnormal paradigm. This is why two people have to be together, whether you are friends in school, whether you are colleagues at work, whether you have a girlfriend, whether you are married, you need another person to tell you that this is what I have observed. You better do something about it. But you as an individual, you have one avenue. That is dreams. You have the dreamland. 
is a dreamland that tells you who you are and where you have reached who? in your evolution as DNA. <laughs> so pay attention to your dreams. And if you drink some alcohol and you don't remember your dreams, well, too bad. <laughs> Dr. Nari, wait a minute. I saw you try to throw that little curveball in there. You're trying to say that if my answers are in my dream state, that I'm looking for clues whether I have flaky DNA and I'm drinking alcohol, then my access to the dream, dream state is going to be limited or suspended altogether? Is that what you're saying? That's correct because, I mean, first of all, before you went to bed, you were tipsy or you were drunk. What are you going to remember? Wow. Well, I'm not gonna remember much. And 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 after after 20 years on this planet, after 40 years on this planet, your DNA is issuing a report card. (laughs) Your DNA is issuing a, a report card. A report card. And it's time for you now to see your grade. It's not, it's not time for you to see your grade, and then you missed it. You missed it because you wanted to satisfy your taste buds. You wanted to satisfy your palate. Well, go on satisfying your taste buds. Wow. That's, that's, just, that's just the basic, like, I mean, now you know, Dr. Nardi, some people just got upset. They listen to you, and they they really don't really like you right now because you said something about their wine and their alcohol before they go to bed. What about a little wine before I have sex? They want to have sex and go to bed and drink a little something, something. Come on, Amsu, help me out, man. Dad, you know. Well, some people I know, not everybody, but some people I know want to get a little drink, a little drink, a little something, smoke a little smoke a little marijuana, then have then have sex and go to sleep, Doctor Nardi. What what about that? Can that? Can I, I I understand, but all you see, I am not I am not into the frivolities of the human race. I am not into that. I am not into that. I know how DNA works. I know when it sends signals when you should catch these signals, and if you are not paying attention, I mean, you missed it. You missed it, you missed it. Wait 20 years later for the next report card. You know, uh, when I think back to the first time I've ever had some any alcohol in my life, it never tasted good to me. You know, as, as a teenager, it didn't taste good. I drank it, I guess, for the effects of it. But, I mean, actually for me to even write today, if I would have a drink, which thanks to symptometry and my, you know, dedication to, to symptometry, I haven't had one in over a year, it's like I'd never like the taste. This, mm. It was just, and I'm, I, you know, and I'm not here to judge anybody around that. But it's just it was that right there for me was like wow that's not something I really like. So I, I think that as Doctor Nardi says, you know, as humans we all have all different kinds of stressors and wine, alcohol, beer, different things are coping mechanisms for us to 
alleviate boredom that we have or some kind of stressors, and that's what, you know, keeps it going. But on, you know, at this point in time, it's like, hey, how do we, as you said before, we are in the 2012, you know, 1221 time, so we're moving to a point where it's about that that enlightenment and centometry is bringing the scientific enlightenment for us. So I, I just have to go back to just some of the basic things that I, I thought about. I remember going, first time I ever tasted beer, I was like, that's pretty bitter tasting. You know, so I really did like it. I'm with so, you. I drank it because of my friends. Yeah. I, smoked my, I, I smoked my first joint because somebody else was smoking it. I didn't like beer either. I, and, and now, I definitely didn't even know. I've always been a social drinker. I mean, I had some, but once I yeah. saw my father' body eating away from a lot of alcohol that he had drunk when his body was strong. His body was strong, and he could drink that liquor and hold it. But when he got older, and he didn't, and he despised it. I could tell the effects, and now that I look back, that they say hindsight is twenty twenty, I see the effects that his cells was treating him when he was older. When my father was sixty nine years old and he was in that hospital and he had that mask on his face, my father was a playboy when he was younger. His hands was fast. He never tasted defeat. He had all the women in the world. He traveled around the world in the Air Force, light skinned in the fifties. You know how he was getting down. Mm-hmm. And now here his body is on an oxygen tank and can't even support himself mm-hmm. because his cells were saying, now we got you. That's the memory that I have. I see my father strong, too, but I also see the wisdom in his own folly. And a lot of people don't want to look at that. I, and when I and Dr. Nardi on one of these shows, he talked about at his mother's autopsy, he saw the plaque in her cells. How many of us could even think to go to our own parents' autopsy? Who's ready for something like that? And we still want to play around with infidelity, what we creating, listening to our desires, especially for all my super, super smart people that listen to real metaphysical vegetarians and the, and the, and the people who want to blame, shame other people. You, you, you still honoring your lower chakra when you sit there and try to cover your mess. Stop the judging and the criticizing. Stop the judging and the criticizing, and then we can start to get somewhere. We can roll on, roll on. Woo! I'm having fun tonight. Is anybody else having fun tonight? Dr. Nard, are you having fun yet? Well, my way of having fun is always to listen and to to see what else I can do in order to, in order to help others. So that's my way of having fun. It's kind of weird, but uh, that's how I have fun. Exactly, exactly. Somebody, whoever that is in the chat room, I do apologize for uh, somebody trying to spoil our fun. They having a DNA explosion because we rocking them so hard tonight. So <laughs> we already, we already taking care of that. So we do apologize for that interruption. Um, we go ahead and damn handle okay. that. Um, Amsu, are you having fun yet? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this right here is just. It's, it's my cup of tea, if you, you know, if, you, if, you can, if I can say that. Like, you know, this is a, a lesson because it touches all aspects of, of things for me. Um, when you talk, when we, earlier we were talking about the flaky DNA and relationship, 
and just how, you know, the, the maturation process of DNA. And so, therefore, you know, that right there allows me to have patience, you know, and not be judgmental. So this right here is, is far-reaching in many areas, you know, because uh, forgiving others is also a part of the healing. You know, so I'm picking up major nuggets and um, seeing that, hey, everybody is, at, you know, moving at their own pace. Hmm. They're getting it in. I got a question from the chat room, Dr. Nardi. The sister asked, uh, what about relationships where the couples are always being pulled back together? So maybe, so let me, I don't know whether this, I'm going to just throw this hers together with maybe what I'm feeling she may be asking. You may have a couple, okay, I got a great example. Mm -hmm. A couple comes together and has sex. Mm -hmm. A baby is created. Mm -hmm. There, There is an argument or mm-hmm. there is some quote unquote infidelity. Mm-hmm. The woman or the man is upset at the other partner and says, Well the relationship is done. I'm get out. I'll raise this baby by myself and the and the couple separates, so the family is split already. And then months later, maybe during the pregnancy or soon after the pregnancy, the couple start to reconcile and say, Hey, let's get back together and try it again, honey. And they get together for a little while, but then something else. There's some more friction, and then they break apart again. And then they go through this cycle, make up to break up. That's all we do. I hate that song, by the way, but it is it is an example. Why are these people, maybe you might want to go to the root of it. I don't know. But I guess the question is, um, in your research, what have you seen that these people? Oh, no. This, uh, yes, this this this. Uh... These are these these are these are two flaky DNAs on the theater. Two flaky DNAs on the theater. Lord have mercy. <laughs> so, I have a, uh, Doctor. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on, Amso. Let him go in a little deeper. He he can't just give me two flaky DNAs on the theater now. Well, you see, I guess... this you see because because they are learning from each other, and they are the best teachers and the best students of each other. Let them go on. Let them go on. And when they are tired, they will settle down. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. So you just say stay out of their way, Dr. Nardi. Stay out of their way because what this woman has seen in this man and what this man has seen in this woman, they have not seen... They, they are they are more than they are more than five billion women on this planet. This man has not seen anything in all these women crossing the street and driving the cars out there everywhere on the football field, the uh, baseball field everywhere. She, he has not seen anything except in that woman, and this woman too has not seen anything in all the men out there except in that man who break up. And they will feel they will, they will feel sorry for each other. They will feel homesick. They will patch up and they will come back and they will learn a few more lessons. And the chapter will be closed. They will, they will, they will, they, 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 there will be a conflict and on and on. Leave them alone. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I'm so you next. I got to ask this. I just had a client come to me this this week, Doctor Nardi, and say. Oh, I'm fed up. 
I don't know what to do. Uh, we 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 got together. We had a relationship. May have even got married. They broke up again, and then they went and did some other things. Had children by different people. Then got back together again, and now they saying, "Hey, man, I don't I, I don't know what I, I don't know whether we can keep on doing this or not. What 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 is going on? And that's is that one of those prime examples of the flaky theater? That that is correct. That is correct. You see, you have you have different stages of flaky DNA, different different stages, and each of them each of them plays its role when the time is right. That's all they are doing. Wow, that's yeah. all they are doing. And w- be careful if you step in that fray, you the mediator, you'll be in big trouble. You will be in big trouble because they will give you names. They will call you names. They will say that you you were trying to, you were the one who were trying to to spoil their marriage, their relationship. You they will turn around and, and this this will be a rallying point for them to come back together again and enjoy themselves again. And then you will be the victim. So be careful. Stay back. Stay out of their way. Whoa, whoa, Lord, I mercy! I can't believe this man is just he just don't he don't care tonight. Am so you 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 had a comment. Please say something. Oh yeah, but yeah, but you know there's I've seen I wouldn't want to call it a, a a normal trend, but I've seen inheritive cases where I had conversations with people where they do not want to have say a relationship with the opposite sex, but they do want to have children. They want to have a child where where a woman would say, "Well, I don't want a man. I don't want the man, but." I, I want to have a baby. I want to have a child, and I don't need a man. I, I don't need a man, and I want to raise, you know, a child by myself. Or, you know, a male's paying women um, to, you know, have a child for them. And I mean, we've seen this in, in the arena, the celebrity arena as, as well. But what what type of DNA would would actually um, exhibit that type of um, lack of communication with the opposite sex. No, no. You see, that's what I, that's what I told you. There are various stages of there are very various groups of of flaky DNA. You know, there are there are there are DNA that still have the animalistic instinct. They still have the animalistic instinct where, you know, they only they only have intercourse with the with, with the female, and then they disappear. It's, it's over, and uh, they don't want to have anything to do with raising the child, and they will change their name, move to a different state, you know, and uh, so that they have, avoid paying child support. That is how they are. They are, they, they are DNA with, that still have animalistic instincts, and they are there. And until, until they, have gone, they have gone through the cycles and they have matured, there's nothing you can do about this kind of DNA. There is nothing you can do about that. <laughs> and you see the person who is so, so handsome, or the woman will be so pretty, so magnificent. Well, you don't know the kind of DNA that that person is having. Wow. Right, Dr. Yeah. Nardi, can you give us those stages? So you said the animalistic is the, is, is at the bottom stage, or? Oh, animalistic is yeah, animalistic. Animalistic, animalistic is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a rock bottom stage. 
that is that is where the person just the person will, will even deny that uh, he, he fathered a child and uh, he just wants to avoid responsibilities um just like <laughs> you see even lions when you look at lions in the serengeti and all that lions raise the help to raise the children i mean the, the, the calves and all that you see yeah. but but uh, there are, there are, there are certain species that after 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 uh, having uh, a good time with the, the female, it's over. They disappear. <laughs> they disappear. That, that's what they are. You see. Yeah. And then the only, the only, only, only the, only the, the, the uh, only the, the, the woman who 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 will will have who have the baby, and then will have to raise the baby by uh, the, the calf by 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 herself. And you see one bear with two with, with two calves, and uh, you know. In the, in the in the in the wilderness, and then another bear will try to come and uh, I mean uh, eat I mean uh, feed on this uh, this these calves, and the mother will have to fend 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 off this this uh, this uh, uh, this male uh, bear, and on and on, and uh, this what are, this will be happening. Where is the what is the what is the father? What is the male? No, you know he's, he's already gone. He has disappeared. He's tried. He has already. Um, uh, having uh, something to do with another another female bear and on and on and on. That's what has been happening. So this is passed on to um, the human species. At the bottom, at the bottom of the DNA ladder, at the bottom, you have the DNA with animalistic instincts. Then you move on to the stage three, stage four, stage five. Then stage eight, that's where you begin to become very, very mature. So you need all these experiences from the animalistic instant all the way to the seventh level. You need all these experiences. If you don't, if you don't go to to these various levels, you will never, you will never have, you will never have these experiences. How do you qualify to get to the tenth grade if you have not gone to the, the second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, and so on? How do you get to the tenth grade? <laughs> you got to go through something. That's right. You got to go through something. So now, Doctor Nardi, what about? Because somebody asked an interesting question. Uh, sometimes, if, sometimes even death. So now, uh, me and the me and the partner broke up. We got back together. We broke up again. Now we threw with each other, but maybe I had a death in the family, and she came and consoled me, and I came back to her. Is that an exception, or is that just another stage? No, no, no. As I said. You went, you went through a hard time, and then you saw that it was difficult for you to be to to be by yourself. And you tried other relationships; things did not work out. And then, well, what do you do? After all, the person that you abandoned, well, uh, is better than all the, all these people who gave you tough time. The one who one even uh, I mean, burn your clothes. One other person even I mean, threw your 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 Rolex watch into 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 the lake and all kinds of things. Okay, let me go back to uh, the, the person I knew three years ago. Uh, that person will be more sympathetic, more compassionate, and that's how you make up. And you the, the funeral is an opportunity for you now to go there and pay your respects and all that, and then from there you patch up again. You know. So you learn some experience. So DNA carved his path and went left and right, you know, and hit a few bumps here and there, and then eventually uh, uh, decided to correct a few mistakes. Okay, let us start again on a new slate, and let's see what happens 
two years from now. It's very fascinating the way DNA behaves. Very, very fascinating. Well, I gotta break I gotta break some news to some of the people listening in the um in the chat room. Um I'm 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 gonna tell you what. I'm t- tonight I'm gonna do a little differently. Um we only got nine spots left for people to call in. If you on the line tonight, please don't hang up. We got about eight minutes before the stream stops going in the chat room. So it's a lot of people in the chat room that's not listening online. If you don't call in, you can't listen to the rest of the show. That's just that. You're going to have to wait and get the download. So I would start calling in. Normally I wait about two minutes before and let everybody rush. Well, there's only nine spots left, and some people saying the lines are already busy. What I'm going to do is go open up another channel on the chat, but really it's a, it's a whole other website. That's my good word dot info. That's my good word dot info, and you'll be able to listen in. You won't be able to participate, but you'll be able to listen in at least because I'm going to put the phone on speakerphone, and you'll still be able to hear if you want to continue with this. I'm, it's going to be a live video stream because sometimes I double stream. I have the live video, and then I have um, the blog talk. So if you want to hear the after party and you can't get in, go to That's My Good Word in a few minutes, and I'm going to turn on the camera so you'll still be able to hear Dr. Nardi and Brother Amsu and everybody else that's on the line because I know there's some heavy questions getting ready to be dropped around here. So the name of the website is That's My Good Word dot info and then I'm gonna cut the camera on in a few minutes right before ten o'clock so people can make a um easy transition. That's blog T V. If you got an account that's cool. If you don't, well you might want to get one. Whew this one has been off the chain. I'm sorry, go ahead Amsu. You know, there was a question when you were talking about how people get together, they break up, they come back together and that thing. What what about when you have a family where there's uh, you know, a divorcee and Parents have split custody of, of children, but the parents are all constantly bickering about, you know, looking for a weak spot or inadequacy in the other one, um, and then try to, you know, get the child, to, the children to see favorably in their eyes and then, you know, pit them against the other other, other parents. Um you know, is this a type of uh, a fight that DNA has, or is this something that the in, uh, incompatible DNA? No. Well, you see, yeah, when you mention when you when you mention children, when you mention children, it depends on the kind of DNA that child has. If that child has mature, has stable DNA that is mature, and that child inherited the DNA of a centenarian, believe me. The, the parents could bicker, the parents could, could, could hurt each other and all that, that child will still grow up fine. There are many, many children who um, come from divorced parents, I mean, lived, I mean, they were raised by, by other, 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 other um, members of the family, but they turn out to be fine. And they are very respectful of their wives, very respectful of their own children, because they were the products of 
mature DNA before they got on this body. So these children are only two years old, three years old, four years old, five years old. Some of them are already mature, DNA-wise. They are already mature. The ones that will be traumatized are those that got level five or level six or level eight of the DNA of the, the previous generation. They will be more traumatized than the person who is already, was already at level 10, you see. So uh, some of these are even self-evidence in, uh, in some of these houses, in some of these homes. You see, some children are more, are more stable, even in some foster homes. You know, some children are more stable than others. And what accounts for this stability? What accounts for this maturity? Is because one has DNA that was more mature than the other. One has more stable DNA. In other words, the other ones still have less certain levels of flaky DNA. Hmm. Well, and and and, and the, I want to add to that too. It's still about our development. Dr. Nardi, can you talk to the? Well, okay, y'all got three minutes to call in. I don't know how many spaces we got, but we got three minutes before you call in. I think I got two spaces open, and then also that's my good word. Dot info. Dr. Nardi, can you talk to people who want it all in one bite? See, I tell people, I say, don't try to eat the whole elephant in one bite. Transit. <laughs> now let's go back to our favorite thing in symptometry, which is paradigm to paradigm transition. A lot of women are saying, he got to be faithful right now. Damn it. If he don't do what I say, do, it's over right now. And the man said the same thing. If he don't, well, the DNA has been passed down from two, three, four generations of this. There was a rap song called, I know you remember this, Brother Jew, I know you listening. She get it from my mama. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So sometimes it is generational, and we men, we get it from the barber shop. We go in the barber yeah. shop and hear these foolish, foolish science, <laughs> and we come back and live them. So, and, and, and then we don't have no time to wait. We want everything right now. We want to put the whole elephant in our mouth, Dr. Nardi. We don't want to cut a little piece of the ear, or we don't want to cut a little piece of the tail. We want to shove the whole elephant and make it work right now. Can you please talk about infidelity and the transition, the transition from flaky DNA to stable DNA, and what is required, what is required of oneself before you can demand that else's DNA be stable? One, um, I've, I've seen people with uh, flaky DNA who mature over time, but uh, this still requires that you go through your cycle. You have to go through your cycle, and you have to learn lessons from your cycle. And people have been able to learn lessons from their cycle in 20 years. And when they were 40, they became more mature, and they settled down. So you had a flaky DNA that became a stable DNA in one lifetime. It is possible for this to happen, because I have seen it on several occasions. People who, men who love to, who like to sleep with uh, all kinds of women, tall, short, all kinds, and then finally they say, no, 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 I've been through all this. You know, they are all the same. Now all you need is 
get one and then make sure that you have you have the relationship to mature and develop properly and that's it sometimes now the person who was very freaky who had a very freaky DNA 20 years ago is now more mature and the woman hello not, and then now the woman who is not as mature as as he is will be able to give enough time to the woman to mature also because he's now giving the person some transition. Well, she will get better. She will learn. She will get better. She will learn. Such a person is very patient. And 10 years later, the woman will also catch up. And then they will be almost at the same level. And their relationship will blossom and flourish. You ask yourself, how did they do this? I know this man. I knew this man. Another person to another person, another woman to say, I knew this woman. But now, look at him. They have blossomed and flourished. And then from there, they will continue and continue. If you don't take care, both of them will be centenarians. I know couples that are centenarians. Wow, that's outstanding. Centenarians. Hmm. Standing up straight, you know. I know in one of uh, the, the, the books, the Centometry, they, they talk they talk about the centenarians and how out of the over the seventy thousand uh, centenarians uh, worldwide, no, in the United States, only four um, percent, only four pharmaceutical drugs out of 70,000. That's an amazing number. So our DNA in the nourishment that Dr. Naughty was talking about earlier uses, you know, and like you said, centenarians, they eat simple things and they eat the same thing over and over. So that's stability. And um, this this is a, a, a great thing to to, to really understand because, you know, it's like eat this, eat that. And that, and all of that in turn makes the, the DNA unstable, you know, by eating too many things. Mm, 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 mm. Wait, now can you, can, can you please tell us about these centenarians? Is that a sentient being? I thought a sentient being was one who just had anything that had life on the planet Earth. What is this, what is the word, centenarian or something? Yeah, uh, a centenarian is a person who is more than who is a hundred years old or more than a hundred years old. That ah. is a centenarian, and there there is a heavy concentration of centenarians in Burma, in Burma, China. Very heavy concentration of centenarians in in that in that part of China. Uh, yes, and then you know the the the, the good they at at age one o three, one o four, they still go to the to the to, to the to the to the stream, they fetch their water. Uh, they still uh, they still cook. I mean, it's very beautiful because it's, I mean community. Um, uh, in 2009, uh, this, there was this reporter from uh, N, uh, ABC News uh, uh, who went who went to Burma, and then uh, he, he sent a beautiful report on uh, on the centenarians in Burma. Uh, I mean, it was fascinating. You know, it was, it was very inspiring. 
and that, you know, in, in Burma, you know, they they're known for their their qigong and martial arts too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep, 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 yep. And very simple diet, very simple diet, and they have never taken their pharmaceutical drugs. No, 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 no. You know, they know the different herbs, and, uh, and they eat once a day, and, I mean, they, they don't abuse their digestive system. You know, it's not like we, yeah, oh, you have to eat this. Oh, I'm tired of eating that. I have to eat this tomorrow. And uh, what is the menu? Uh, a menu? They don't have a menu. <laughs> Now, Dr. Nardi, there you go again talking about that appetite. So you're saying that the, the the flaky DNA of people who want multiple partners is similar to the flaky DNA of people who want to always experiment and try different menus? Is that what you're saying? Well, um, you are stretching it a little bit too far, but... Okay, if, okay. I'll just you, I'll... you know, you are stretching it a little bit too far because... Some people, some people just want to experiment, and it is the process of experimentation that teaches them lessons. You eat something that gives you, uh, you eat something that gives you sore throat. That next time, will you eat that same item again? No, you will not. You see, it's, it's trial by ordeal, trial by fire. You know, you went to you went to this nasty experience just to learn a lesson. Why don't you use your intuition? Why don't you use your Why don't you use your intuition to guide you in the kinds of foods you have to eat and the foods that you don't have to eat? Why don't you use your intuition? We all have intuition, but instead of using it, you intellectualize. Okay. Once you begin to intellectualize, you will not be able to align the desires of your mind with the needs of yourself. You cannot do that. This is a dream come true. Bing, bing, bing. Okay, Dr. Nardin, I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Symptometry, you, you, you told me one time, I heard you say in a room full of people that symptometry is 70% nurturing. I want you to tell me and the people listening to your voice right now, what part can nurturing come in to help cure flaky DNA or infidelity and strengthen relationships? What can nurturing do? Okay. So how important just, is nurturing? I just gave you I just gave you the example of uh, a person who was 20 years old, was flaky, running around, tasting this, tasting that, experimenting with this and that, and the person is now 40 years old, and 20 years of nasty experiences has helped the person to settle down. You remember, I gave you a second example. And he uh, finds a woman who is a bit flaky, a bit uh, um, uh, undecided, and wants to experiment a few things. Okay. What does the one who is more experienced do? Um, he gives, he's very patient with a, with a young lady, very patient, gives her more time to mature and to learn from experience. So what is he doing? 
he's also bringing out the best in that woman. He's also bringing out the best in that woman. He's helping that woman to learn her lessons faster. You see, I told you, don't do that. So you see what this has happened to you? This, 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 this has done to you now? You now have this tumor. It's now going to cost us money to take care of this tumor. It's not going to cost us money. This money, we should, have, we should have spent it on this. I know, I know, I'm sorry, I know, I know. Okay? She has, she has learned her lesson. That is nurturing, bringing out the best in another person. And that helps the person to evolve faster. Faster. Instead of evolving at two miles per hour, the person is now evolving at eight miles per hour. 10 miles per hour. And right. sooner or later, and sooner or later, sooner or later, they will be at par. They will be almost at the same level. And this is where maturity in relationship will be best for both of them. Mm. And both of them who have invested time, energy, money, and creativity into the relationship will both benefit, and they will now be stable. This is what nurturing does to a couple at, an, on, I mean, at, a, at, at different levels. One is higher, the other is lower. Eventually, the one that is higher brings up the one that is lower, and eventually they will be at the same level. And then from there on, they will soar. They will fly. Mm hmm. Woo. So, so you saying they can't quit? No cop outs and no dropouts. They can't. You no. can't quit. No, 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 no. The incompatibility will convert into compatibility. Hmm. Well, I'm learning a lot tonight. Jew, you sitting over there quiet. Give me some comments and feedback on what you got going on tonight. What you thinking about this show so far? Tonight? Yeah, tonight. Man, Dr. Naughty going bananas, man. <laughs> this is this is what he does, man. The man is a is a genius at his craft, man. I just love to hear him build and to debunk a lot of the nonsense. Just due to ignorance, it's, you know, it's not personal, but due to the ignorance that has been perpetuated on us from uh, lack of due diligence to really dig in. But, um, I mean, I'm just sitting back enjoying the whole thing, man, um, taking it all in, man, processing the data and finding how to apply it to my life, man. That's the most important thing. How do you apply it to your life? That way you can help others and demonstrate through yourself how it actually works, man. But, um I'm just happy I'm in the man backyard, man. I got access to him, so <laughs> man, the people better get real good before I tackle. <laughs> this is a dream come true. Hit that gong one time. All right, y'all want to get some comments and questions in? Please press one. Please turn your um, speakers down on your computer. Uh, I do have a caller already in the line, but if you have some comments, questions, or feedback, or observations from Dr. Nardi, or anything like that, I want you to please go ahead and press 1. I'm getting ready to bring some people on. 
Let me shout out my folks that are still hanging on in the chat room for my soldiers, uh, World Ruler, Trice Lion, Steady Cootie, uh, Neb Maat Ray, Lovin' LaFay, Lisa Scott, Impression L, uh, Brother Darren Brown over there in St. Louis, C. Lou, Angel Supreme, Afria Michelle, and Adwo I Ali up in Detroit. Thanks, everybody, who came over to uh, Blog TV. I'm looking at you right now. Y'all live and direct from the studios of Original Native Radio. Thank you, Misha, Angel Supreme, Impression, everybody who's up in here who came over to see us. We really appreciate y'all. This is how we do it at Original Native Radio. Make sure we don't let y'all down. Uh, first caller who has his hand up right now is from the 612-483-8220. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Oh, this is Leslie calling from Minneapolis. Oh, shucks, man. What's happening, Leslie? <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm so happy to be here. So happy to hear Dr. Nardi today talking about this thing. Yes, and um, I just have a question. All right. Okay, Dr. Nardi, so... I'm one person who definitely hears myself in um, your description as being someone with flaky DNA. And, God. Uh, huh? I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, really? <laughs> I mean, I, I hear the symptoms. And, you know, I'm uh, one of those people who listen to um, the observations of others, and I'm very mm-hmm. interested in my own maturity, and mm-hmm. I do not want to be unstable. And um, <laughs> throughout the show, I've been hearing you, you know, give certain, um, uh, I don't know, 20 years of this. And, <laughs> you know, I, is there anything I can do to help this speed up the process of um getting it back together besides uh, a 20-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm very serious, you know. Yes, yes, you see, um, I, 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 you see, it depends on the kind of DNA that you have inherited. You see, that is, that, that is, that is, the, that is the bottom line. The, the starting mm-hmm. point is the kind of DNA you inherited. If you if if you inherited uh, DNA that is at the ninth level, oh believe me, you 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 wouldn't have any problem at all. You know, you will not suffer from procrastination, miscalculation, hesitation, er- errors of judgment, indecision. You know, you will not suffer from this at all. But if you are at the bottom, well, I. I I don't know. I don't know you that well, but I don't think you are. You have the animalistic instinct. You, I think you are above that. I, I think um, maybe maybe that consider this to be a compliment, but uh, I think you are above <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, maybe you should be at about level level five, level four, level five or so. It's much better, and this way you only have about. Uh, you only have about uh, maybe 10 years or so, or between 5 and 10. But pay close attention to your dreams. Pay yep. close attention to your dreams. And do what with it? Well, if you have a dream where somebody is chasing you, if you have a dream where somebody is chasing you, and then you got away from that person who was chasing you, or you fought and you defeated the person, that is a report card. Mm. 
On your ah. DNA. Okay, <laughs> I get it. All right. Congratulations! Nice. Congratulations! <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. That is how your DNA says after five years, here is your report card. Bam! <laughs> you see, so you see, you are making progress. Right. Okay. Yes. Well, that's so, good. That's good news. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So be 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 paying attention to, to to your dreams. Very very important. Very important. Especially escape. Escape is very critical. It's a very important symbol uh, of in dreams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then so um, now is this something that you your service optometry can help with? Is this something that I should seek you out for? And get a consultation about, or is this yes, just something yes, that yes. you have to work with? Oh, okay. No, no. You, uh, well, you, 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 you can try it. You can try it if, if you do, if you are not, if you are not in a relationship right now, and uh, uh, so that uh, your, 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 your partner can give you a boost. Um, when, you, when you come to symptometry, uh, I will ask you a few questions. I will ask you uh, more detailed questions. And if you have time, we can go more into in greater details in order to in order to bring draw your attention to what you might you may have been missing for a few years. You know, many right. people are not attentive. They are not attentive. You have to be very very attentive. You see, okay. especially when you are alone, and then there is nobody to tell you about your 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 shortcomings, your weaknesses, and all that. Uh, you have to pay very close attention to your dreams. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Then I'm, I mean, I'm going to seek you out, but, um, uh, and that's just on your website then, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, well, once you, once you fill the consultation form, uh, uh, we have a staff that, that goes through it the next day and then she prints out everything and then brings it, brings them to my attention. And then, uh, uh based on my availability, um, I start calling people, uh, when I'm less busy. Right. Okay, well, yeah. thank you so, so much for taking my call. Yeah, welcome. Okay. Dale. This is a dream come true. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Coach. Dale. All right, I got you on mute, but you're still in the building. Do not hang up. All right, next caller. Call, um, wait a minute. Amso, you know what Dr. Nardi just did, don't you? I know you and Drew saw that. He already gave me my next topic. For dream interpretation. He think he's slick, but I caught that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't going to go there right now because I, I, I can feel Jew's wheels turning all the way over here on the side over here. So, Jew, if you please slow your wheels down, you and Amsu, so I can finish the show. I can talk to y'all later. But please, just let me finish this show right here because I can hear both of y'all so loud right now. It's almost in stereo right now, Dr. Nardi. Them boys is dream interpretation. What? So, but it may be somebody else who may want to ask the question, who may have a, having a dream. So, if you if if you've had a dream and you think it relates to the relationship, you got the man on the phone right now. You might want to press one. You might want to press one before I can just go into my asking my question. So, let me get to the next caller. Oh, well, somebody took the hand down. I was gonna get to you six one four if you wanted to come on in. Uh, big shouts out to Kimberly in the in the room. Oakland is in the house. Uh, Chappelle is back. We ain't seen you in a minute. Hey, love. My man Bass is in the building listening to it. You know, this is one of them epic NBA um, East Coast, West Coast games right here from um, from All Outdoors. Hey, Angela, thank you for staying up tonight, and I hope you feel better. Mwah. 
And everybody else is in the chat that I don't have your phone number so I can see who uh, who you are. Uh, big shout out to everybody that's over at um, the Blog TV site. Um, I think somebody was asking, oh, oh, Dr. Nardi, somebody in the chat room says, well, uh, I used to, you know, play like I was flaky because being flaky is so much fun. <laughs> Dr. Nardi, somebody may say, well, Dr. Nardi, flaky is fun. The F and flaky is for fun, Dr. Nardi. You want me to be so serious. Dr. Nardi, you're so serious. What about the people who, when they have, they say, oh, yeah, I got flaky DNA and it's fun. Dr. Nardi, what do you have to say about that? Well, what I would, what I would tell, what, what I would advise the person is, if it is fun for you, it means that you have not yet had the tough experience, the nasty experience that will make you to, to, to stop enjoying or to, to stop transforming planet Earth into a picnic. Planet Earth is not a picnic. It is not a picnic. And if you think it's a picnic, you, you, you are in a world of illusions. It's not a picnic. The time for you to experience, the, to, to make the tough decisions, has not has not come yet. So you want to have fun? Go and have some fun. You want to sleep with how many people? Ten men? Okay, go and have some fun. You want to sleep with what? Twelve? Every month? Go and have some fun. You like to you want to you want to cause broken heart? To you it is fun to see uh uh, 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 a man you have disappointed cry in front of you it is fine okay but all this is will come back and haunt you mm. mm, y'all heard what he said you can have all the fun you want just be I tell people all the time they say well we got free will I say yeah but it costs free will is expensive <laughs> <laughs> Free will is so, so expensive. They better wake up, Dr. Nardi. All right, let me see if I got anybody else. Okay, I'm trying to see. All right, now, if y'all don't want to raise your... And Amsu, didn't I tell you tonight, and Ju, I told Amsu before the show, I said, tonight they're either going to be blowing the lines up or they're going to be quiet as church mouse. One of the two, because everybody's thinking right now. Everybody is like, whoa, where am I at? Because you notice I didn't ask any questions about, well, Dr. Nardi, how can I fix my partner's DNA? D Dr. Nardi, and this is going to be short and quick, can I fix somebody else's DNA? Yes, you can do that. You can do that through, you can do that through, through nurturing. You know, that, that is accelerated maturity. You know, that's, that is through the process of accelerated maturity. So uh, you, need, you need a DNA that is more mature to bring the other person along. You need DNA that is more mature. Two flaky DNAs cannot do that. The one flaky DNA has to mature first, and then we stretch the hand to the one that is down there, down below, to, to bring him or her up also. Yes, you can fix another person's DNA. Wow. Well, fix it 100% or still 70%? Um, the much depends on the person's personal effort. If the person uh, adds, uh, makes an additional effort, it is very easy for the two to be very compatible. You move from incompatibility 
to compatibility. So that is, is once it is compatibility, what does you have? A, you don't have any problem. You see, you are very tolerant of each other. You are very forgiving. You are very loving. You are very supportive of each other. What else can you? What else can you ask for? That is that makes the, the relationship complete. Nurturing makes it complete, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure y'all heard that. Another question in the chat trap chat room or a statement and question. They said dreams can be tricky. I can think of a thing before I fall asleep and then continue the thought in a dream. Now how do I read that? Is it live or is it memorex? Well, here you are taking impulses from the physical realm to the to, to the to the dream realm. You know that does not work. That this is uh, these are nothing but distortions of images and uh, realities of the physical world. You know, it's better to have a real dream where you never thought you never thought of uh, what was going to happen because you didn't have any impulses, and then all of a sudden it occurred. It happened. That is DNA sending you a report card. But DNA does not give you does not give you a signal before it's going to do that. No, 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 no. DNA is in full control. You just go to sleep. You just go to sleep, and that's it. And DNA will wait until you are fast asleep. Then it's going to release it, and then it's going to connect it with your conscious self, part of your conscious self that is still awake. It's going to do that. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the entire. It's, it's not the entire person that is fast asleep. There is a certain segment of the conscious self that will help you to remember your dream when you wake up. Hmm. But it's not meditation. It's a thought impulse, right, Doctor? That's correct. That is thought impulse. That is thought impulse. Yes. And from the physical what... realm, from, from the physical realm, you know, like. You were so angry, you were so angry before you went to bed. You see, that anger, the physical impulse, the negative impulse from the physical world has carried over into the subconscious. And then this is where the distortion will be taking place. So that is not, that is not a dream, that is a distortion. Yes. Uh, I want to answer Weak Pony just asked a question. This is a very good question. I can see they're trying to move to the dream state and Dr. Um, Dr. Blair, who's also in Chicago, talked about this many times, about asking a question before you go to sleep and then getting the answer. Dr. Nardi, can you expound on that, please? Asking a question before you go, honestly, it depends, it depends on your level of spiritual unfoldment. You may ask a question and go to bed and not get the answer. You may ask a question and go to bed and not get the answer. If you are spiritually more developed, you will get the answer. And it's not a kind of answer that you, should, that you are expecting. It is an answer that is being beamed to you. The word is beamed to you. Mm, beaming to you. Okay, Dr. Nardis, something else just came up. I have to talk about this uh, because this is this is all the time. Also, I got to, if any of you are unable, I'm not going to say unable, but you, you, Dr. Nardis stays very, very busy. The phone number to contact him is 
The website is symptometry.info. Click on Contact Us, and there's a form that you can fill out so you can be called back in order. Kair also offers nurturing and relationship consultations, all right? Based off my own personal life experiences, I use astrology. I use breathing techniques. If you are interested in reaching out to Coach Kair, you can either send me a text, 336-587-1215, or you can go to my website, CoachKAppointments.com, CoachKAppointments. I like to start people off with their birthday so you can line up your spiritual destiny with where you are headed because and I and I say this because somebody in the chat says well I'm I'm nurturing but it's very draining sometimes now to me when I nurture somebody not looking for anything back I'm not drained but when you that's nurture correct. somebody and you're yeah. looking mm-hmm. for them to do something back no. that's not really nurturing is it Dr. That's no. correct. That, no no that's 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 not nurturing that's not nurturing you are you are bringing out you are bringing out the best from somebody, and then you are also expecting something. You are you've counseled your the expectation has counseled nurturing automatically. Mm. So you must be authentic. You must be authentic. Don't nurture from romance. That's what the earlier part of the conversation was. They're trying to mix nurturing and romance. You got to take nurturing out of, I do this for you, you do it for me. That's no, 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 no. That's not nurturing. No, 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 no. That's not nurturing. You see, uh, um, you just you just throw it out there and just bring out the best. And believe me, the reward is what you have brought out in a person. The, that is the reward. A person who used to be very violent, is now very calm, very cool. That is your reward right there. You have seen the transformation before your own eyes. You've seen transformation. That's it. Right. Amsu, what you got to say? I hear you over there nodding over there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great opportunity self-checking, you know, because, I mean, that's what symptometry is about. And, um, you know, as, as we go through this whole process of learning about DNA, I want to ask Dr. Nardi about, um, you know, there's the particulate that that start to, to move some of these things because people that, I, that are in the chat room, they're asking these questions, um, it's important that they get introduced to symptometry and become subjects of it so that they actually start to understand the, the, the science behind it and they participate in their own healing, which, by the way, Dr. Nardi will be coming to Greensboro to uh, share that information with us over at the Winnix, at the Wainix Center at 6 North Point Court in Greensboro, Two seven four zero eight, and um, Dr. Nardi, will you um, um, just kind of give us an, an example of of how the, the particulates work and, and and how important it is for um, 
couples, because especially if someone has flaky DNA, um, how important it is for for the person and their and their um, mate to both be in the process of of uh, eating scientifically and, and using the particulars to help clear up those hindrances. Yeah. Um... Um, this is what we do. We have to, to, to as I told you, I've, I've saved many marriages, and uh, it's uh, a combination of using the particulates and uh, and, and helping, um, advising the, the husband how to nurture the woman, the wife, and as, advising the wife how to nurture the husband. It's a combination of these two that have that have helped symptomatic to save many marriages. You see, and um, first, what is the problem? Oh, he's so impatient. All right, we have the particular we have we have the particular for impatience. Oh, he's so irritable. Sometimes he wakes up in the morning without even saying good morning to anybody in the house. He's already angry. Eh? He's already angry. He has not even brushed his teeth and he's already angry. All right, we have the particular for irritability. Then, oh, he's, he experiences anxiety in the evening. Uh, the, the level of anxiety is too high, especially in the evening. I don't know why. Why in the evening? I don't know. We have the particular for that. You see, so this is this is how we this is how we we help to 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 accelerate uh, the maturation of of DNA so that uh, the couple. Um, uh, have a very decent and respectable relationship. You know, this is what we've been doing. So indecision, hesitation, recklessness, and all that—they are also addressed. And uh, there are other, there are other uh, um, uh, weaknesses also that uh, flaky DNA manifests. So once um, the, the couple is uh, very open. And willing to discuss the details with with with, with the symptomatrist, there are particulars for for all that, you know. So that's not a problem. So at least, at first you didn't know where to go, but now you are being told that, uh, that there is there is there is a center, uh, a health reference center, which is symptometry. You can call it, uh, symptometry, and most of, uh, if not all, your your health concerns will be addressed. At the cellular level and at the DNA level. Thank you. Where's my hand claps? I, 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 I got caught with my hands down. I'm sorry. Turn them up. Turn them up. I'm trying to jump and call that. Oh, now, Mercy, this, was, this, this one here is epic. Please come out in force on July 28th. Get to North Carolina. Go to KGBDeals.com and look for a plane ticket. Go catch the mega bus from somewhere and get in there. Go to Amtrak, Greyhound, go to Hotwire, get to Greensboro. The Winant Center is amazing. It's amazing. It's, it, it, there's a fountain. There's a live garden and a fountain flowing through this particular place that Charles, uh, Dr. Abbott has found for us to meet. Dr. Nardi, you're going to love this place. You're gonna, and... Oh man, I would love to do some Tai Chi that morning, that early that morning. Can we? What time are we getting started on the on the twenty eighth, Amso? So? Uh, it looks like somewhere between nine and ten. We we have to uh, check to see how things 
line up. Yeah, so once we get the itinerary together, it'll be probably about 10 o'clock, though. Anybody who wants early morning Tai Chi that day, be there at 8 o'clock, period. Be there at 8 o'clock if you want some early morning Tai Chi. That's all I'm going to say. You want some early morning breathing, some early morning Tai Chi, be there at 8. Party starts at 9. We rock until about 4 o'clock, 4.30. You might want to be there. This one's going to be fabulous. <laughs> going back to Wynick. We're going back to Wynick. Big shouts out to Dr. Wynick. A fabulous superstar in the healing profession herself. Whew. Anyway, I got another caller I got on the line. Caller from the 202-627. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, Carol in um, the Washington, D.C. area. Carol, Carol, how you doing? Fine, how are you? I have a question about a fruit, <clears throat> a seed from a fruit from India called herataki, and it's supposed to uh, affect your dreams and by the way of making it very, um, uh, very memorable, uh, lifelike. Have you ever heard of that particular uh, seed from the fruit herataki? Yes, herataki. I, I heard about it, but I've not researched it. I do not know the chemical constituents of this of this food yet because um, um I've not I've not yet had the opportunity to go to the food science lab. But I heard about it and then how it affects um, how uh it it produces dreams. Uh, but what makes it to produce dream? What is the psychotropic uh, chemical in it that makes it produce dream uh, dreams? I'll have to put it I'll have to extract it then I have to put it in the in the in the, in the, in the botani- botanical data bank, and then I will okay. see the matching, and then from there I will know exactly how it works, the, its mechanics on, on the on the human brain. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Carolyn. Uh, Dr. Nording, um, somebody said something about valerium. Have you done any research on valerium for making uh, for, for for dreams or for the effects on valerium to the body? Yes, valerium is something that we, is something that we started. It's a very, it's very, it's very calming. It's very, very it's a very, very calming uh, um, uh, uh, plant, and uh, the its chemicals are very, very calming, and uh, it's good. It's good for the nerves. Excellent for the nerves. Uh, we more research needs to be done on that. But yes, it's good for it's good for sleep. It's very, very good for sleep. Mm. But but what about the dream state? No, uh, that's why I said I, I've not. I mean, the, the uh, how it is connected to how it is connected to 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 the dream. What is the particular chemical? You see, you have to put it to chromatography and see which chemical dominates when it comes to dreams. And then, uh, then we, they, unfortunately, we have some pharmaceuticals who extract that chemical and we use it to. To produce a sleeping pills and things like that. No, in symptomatic we don't do that. We use the whole stuff, you know. So uh, we have to find out what is what is the name of that chemical that is also uh, uh, that influences uh, dreams. Also, now what kind of dreams does it produce? Does it produce violent dreams or very romantic dreams where uh, where people, man or woman, are walking hand in hand by, on a beach or by a river or somewhere, uh, what kind of beings that, that does it produce? All these things, there's a wild research field out there that uh, 
uh, is yet to be explored. So this is why I'm saying that uh, when it comes to research, symptomatic is stretches to infinity. We are we have a lot of work to do. Mm. And, and 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 so therefore the school is open and accepting students right now. And we will we'll talk more about that when we are at the Wannick Center. And that location again is six North Point Court in Greensboro and two seven four zero eight. So I, I really wanna because I really hear some really bright and bright people calling in with but I feel with a lot of potential to, to be of great assistance to uh, symptometry and American College of Symptometry. So I just really want to encourage those who find some symptometry interesting and desire to learn more about it on a, a much more in-depth level to uh, look at the American College of Symptometry and, and um, look to get into that this training program because believe me it'll be the, the most exciting and, and in-depth form of uh, health care study on human on a human being that you will have uh, had the opportunity to explore up until this point and also to participate in, in seeing it grow and and actually contribute to it as well because as you know Kaya, Naughty always emphasizes um, making symptometry better and projects. You know, I was I was just thinking when he started talking about the, uh, the the rods and the lens. You know, I was just thinking about symptometry and, and just different phases and projects that come out in uh, symptometry there. So I, I've I've uh, actually had to go through that process myself. So um, the rods, cones, things of that nature. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just talking about you know breaking the eye down. Very, very fascinating. That's and right. All, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say we need help in the American College of Symptometry because we need to produce more symptometry doctors. Dr. Nardi wants a thousand doctors by the year 2015. Now, how how, how simple is it to get in? You you got to have dedication and honesty first. If you're right. dedicated and honest, and you got that's what we're looking for. And we don't want you totally 1,000 percent healthy. No, 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 no. You're gonna fix yourself while you study. <laughs> right, Doctor <laughs> Nardi? That's yeah. right. That's right. So because because, because uh, uh, we don't want we don't want a doctor who is sick to take care of another sick person. No, you have to be healthy in order to be able to take care of a sick person. That's right. So what I want everybody to do is please go get the study manual for the entrance exam, which is which which is the downside of nutrition. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Amsel. Which is the downside of nutrition, and um, that is important and just an intimate relationship with that book because that you know that that to me that was the first book that I read on symptometry and it was so intriguing that I couldn't I couldn't put it down. And I and I refer to it regularly even now, you know, it's just it's just a part of my fabric. You know, that was the first place that I ever 
record of, you know, nutcat cyanide and prussic acid and saturated fats that close that slow down circulation. And here I was with, with all types of you know, circulate circulatory things going on in my sciatic nerve and it was hey. No. Um but that that amongst other things. So yeah, get um, the book. Go ahead. I just want to tell them where the book was at, symptometrybooks.com, symptometrybooks.com. If somebody could put that in the chat room for me, Misha or Angel or Trice, symptometrybooks.com, you'll see six titles by Dr. Nardi. Yes, would I advise you to get all six of them? Yes, but don't try to eat the whole elephant in one bite. At least get, bare minimum, get that downside of nutrition. But if you want to know what the effects of these foods are and the 45 foods that Dr. Nardi has scientifically researched for us and found that are good for the human body, please also get what to consume. I got my copy. It's over, right over there on the couch. And I got my other copy right here of Downside of Nutrition. Those are the only two books I'm, I have right now, and I'm trying to make them my new Bibles. I'm, t- I'm trying to let them be the next testament. You know how you got the Old Testament and the New Testament? <laughs> well, this right here is going to be the next testament right here. Um, yeah. Also, uh, hold on, uh, one moment, Amsu. Somebody was talking about in the chat room, she says, um, she says, uh, I, I think hurt makes you cautious, part of the experience. Um, and, oh, well, I'm so hurt from the past. Don't keep living in your past. Don't keep making decisions based on how much money you got. Make the desire that you want to get better. That you are easy. This, this person who's talking in the chat is easy. There's a technique called EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. Go to go to relaxationisthekey.com. Click on services, and then you go down to EFT. It will explain it all. You can just type in Emotional Freedom Technique in YouTube and pull those videos up. But you can't let a video try to explain something to you. You can't. Dr. Nardi doesn't have a video trying to tell you how to what particular you, you uh, to have. You have to get a personal consultation, okay? But don't make the decision to say, "With well, my budget, I can't afford it." You cannot. Af- you cannot not afford it. Get sick and go, and go to the emergency room. You're talking about five hundred dollars just for going up in there. Get sick and go to the doctor and then have to go get some type of surgery. You're talking about $3,000. So if you have to pay anything from $50 to $150 and you say you can't afford it, then your life is really out of order because your priorities are not lined up. I know people who smoke so much marijuana and tell me they can't afford Coach Tire <laughs> services. I say, well, smoke on. Smoke on, drink some more wine. You got on a brand-new pair of Michael Jordan tennis shoes or this, that, and the third. The time for whining and complaining is over. The time for excuses is over. If you want to get on board, get on board. Make up the. This, all you gotta do is make your mind up. You make your mind up, you can get on board. Don't worry about how. Let the universe help you. Go to God. Quit trying to do everything yourself. Proverbs three five. Lean not on your own understanding. Before you lay down, say God, this is what I need. I need to be able to afford this, or I need to be able to have this service for me. You never know. Somebody may pay for it for you. You may come in on a scholarship. You 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 have no ideal until you try. And that's the part where we stuck at right now, sitting around kicking rocks, talking about, oh, it can never happen to me. You're looking and listening to a hustler. You're looking at somebody who came up in the crack house. Not not when I was in not when I was growing up, but I was here. I was uh, recruited for West Point. 
then got a full scholarship to go to North Carolina A&T State University. And then two and a half years later, I find myself out of school in a crack house. And now I find myself 21 years later reentering my education process with the American School of Symptometry. Clean myself up, looking good, smelling good, sexy as ever. I'm like Muhammad Ali, too. I'm floating like a butterfly and sting like a bee. <laughs> so don't say you can't do it. If you say you can't do it, then you don't really, you ain't tried, you, you haven't tried yet. You have to try. People say, well, no, don't try, just do it. No, start with the try. Start with the initial intent. You know what I'm saying? And then get some help. Get some help. You know what I'm saying? Tell somebody what your situation is. Don't sit here and say, oh, money this, money that. The sales don't respect money. The, respect, the sales respect you and your attitude. Dr. Nardi, is that is that close to being right? That is not very right. That is 100% correct. And you know how you can get in contact with the American School of Symptometry? You go on symptometry.info, click on the college, and the number to to call is 708-620-4DNA. Okay. <laughs> Give that one out again, 708. What's the rest of that? 620-4DNA. So, that, therefore, that's 4362. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, the American College of Symptometry, the American School of Symptometry. You got to get in where you fit in. Add some champagne to your campaign. That's non-alcoholic champagne, that is. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see if I have any other callers in the queue tonight. Uh, I thought I saw Kimberly's hand up in the building. You know how she likes to come in and drop it. I see so many people that should be, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to pull y'all card. I want to definitely give a shout-out to everybody who's still hanging on the line tonight. You know what I'm saying? Got to be at work in the morning, looking all good, hanging out with me, Dr. Nardi. Uh, Jew, Leslie, and of course, our, one of our number one top students in the American College of Symptometry. Y'all put y'all hands together tonight for. Oh, she raised. Don't try to get away. Your microphone is wide open, Miss Kimberly. Hey, good night, everybody. Um, Dr. Nordy, I have a question. You mentioned that, um, like, your DNA, um, one of the indicators um, that we could use would be um, our dream state. What will a person do who who does not have, who does not dream? What is the sign of a person who does not dream? What is that about? Okay, if, if, if you don't dream then you have to be very, very attentive to your surrounding. To, if you don't dream, it means you have to be very, very attentive to things that will be happening around you and to you at your place of work whilst you are driving and everywhere. You need to be very, very attentive. That is, that is, that is, so in your situation, in your situation, you don't have any connection for now in the in the in the dream world. You, all your connections are in the physical world for now. So make use of these connections. And then after you have made the right connections and you have interpreted all the codes correctly, then you go back now to the dreamland. To many people, they start in the dreamland 
and then they, 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 they end in the physical realm. But if you don't dream, it means that you are starting from the physical realm, and then you end in the in the in the in the dreamland. So take notice. Take I mean take note of all these details that are happening around you. Okay. Yeah. And so that 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 is going to automatically happen as we clean up the blood and clean up the cells and remove the hindrance from the DNA. That's that's correct. That that before you before. Before you go to the dreamland, you, you have to clean up your physical environment first and then pay attention to things around you. Why do, why, why, why do, certain, why do certain things keep coming to you? Why not to someone else? But why you? Figure things out. If it's difficult for you to, to, to figure them out, you call symptometry, who will help you to figure things out. And when you say things start coming to me, do you mean more so negative things or just in general? Sometimes positive. Sometimes positive. And if you are if you are in a balanced state, you see if you are in a balanced state, you have more positive than negative. And if you are in an imbalanced state, you have more negative than positive. Okay. What so people call good, what people call good. A person, a person that is, because I guess I'm trying to determine am I flaky or not. And I know that as, when I was growing up, I would be one of those people that would be slicing tires or busting out windows and carrying on because there was a point where I didn't feel like there was any accountability. And then something clicked where mm-hmm. that I wouldn't even think about doing something like that now. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to determine but I've never really had a my if I had to look over my life, I haven't had a hard life. I haven't had bad things usually don't happen to me. So I'm just trying to figure out am I am I growing into this state where I'm becoming more stable. Yes, I for what I what I can see what I can see what I what I, what I can see is uh, uh you 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 are more stable. You you are you are more stable and um uh, I didn't know you. I didn't know you 20 years ago or 30 years ago. I didn't know you, but I can tell. I can tell from the level of maturity in our discussions that uh, you are up there. You know. So even if you, if you, if you were flaky DNA, it means that you have matured and you have matured fast. And I always, I always, I always give 40 years, 20 years, 20 years. And if you are, if you are less than 40 years. It means that uh, you have really done well in coming in, in moving up the ladder. Okay. Well, that's good because I feel like my change has come to, for the past ten years. I've been going through this change. The, yeah, but the, 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 it was this change that prepared you for this moment. Right. Right. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. Good show tonight. I'm still standing by. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Kimberly. Now we gotta put our hands together. You know what I'm saying? When they come in there doing that work, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bernard, somebody asked earlier, is there a dream particulate? Yes, there's a dream particulate. But in order for me to do the right match, I would like to know the kind of dreams that you had. You know. Um, there are dreams. There are particulars for uh, people who who dream of animals chasing them, or they chasing animals. 
their dreams for house on fire or something being set on fire, their their dreams for 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 romantic situations, as they are particulars for romantic situations, um, they are particulars for uh, experience on water. You know, uh, what happened on water? What happened? Oh, I was on a vast expanse of water, and I really don't know what was happening, and I woke up. Okay, there are, there, there are particulars. There are all kinds of particulars for, 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 for the dream state. Mm. So, like, and that's a good point, too, because we don't serve supplements at Symptometry. We serve, we serve particulates because it's particular. I, I, I want to get this in before we go, and perhaps this can go into another show. But um, being that this is the summertime, Dr. Nardi, is there, and there, you know, there are mosquitoes out right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, could you talk about mosquitoes and particulates and things of, of that nature? And you got yeah. about, and you got about two minutes, Doctor Nardi, on the uh, particulates oh. and mosquitoes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, mosquito bites. Mosquito bites always deliver a salt, and we have particulates to, to neutralize that salt. And so that the salt does not damage the nerve. If 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 you don't do that, you may end up having trembling or Parkinson's disease or something like that. You know, so we have particulars for that. So mm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! I am super delighted and happy that we did this tonight. I have no regrets. I have learned a lot. Big shouts out to uh the executive director and coordinator of marketing got to give a big hand. She she does a lot of things behind the behind the scenes. Uh, y'all go ahead and get on y'all feet for Mrs. Bell Nardi. Nothing uh, goes unrecognized and unappreciated, but we love her because she keeps the wheels turning over there. Um, and I, I I know I'm gonna have a hot after party after I get off this call tonight. I'm glad everybody um, did buzz in. Um, we do got one more caller. Caller, you got about 30 seconds. So I'm going to get you in real quick. Caller from the 718-650. Your mic is open. Hey, brother, Coach Kaya. This is Brother Cherokee again. Dr. Naughty, real quick. Um, what about those such as myself? I've never had a nightmare. And my dreams are very vivid, and I've never had a nightmare. Oh, well, if you never had a nightmare, hey, more power to you. That's good. Congratulations. Uh, this, means, this means that uh, your level of maturity is high. Your level of DNA maturity is high. You, you inherited good, good, good DNA. Who are, who are your ancestors? Who are my ancestors? Yeah. Oh, my, my, ancestors, <laughs> come, my ancestors come from Africa and Jamaica. Okay. 